Hi everyone, Alex here. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I just thought I'd add in a quick note that this is going to be the last episode before a three-week break. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. It's just a little break to allow us to recoup, rejuvenate, and get everything ready for the second half of the season so that we can just give the best quality content that we can. So please enjoy this episode. It's a really good one. I enjoyed being a part of it. And I will see you in the future. Hello, and welcome to Magic Myths and Mayhem, a TTRPG a podcast with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan Purdy, oh, fucking hell, Rowan Purdy and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everyone doing today? See, I've, I've said that in such a way, like I can edit out the bits where I, where I mess up, but I'm just going to leave it all in. You forgot Rowan Big Ted. Rowan and Joe. And oh, Big yeah, Ted. Big Ted. Yep. Poppy's Big Ted. Poppy's Big also. Ted. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. If you want to get that joke, you're gonna to have to be a part of the Patreon. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, follow. I'm gonna apologize in advance for any activities you may see behind me. <laughs> well, we've already Purdue's been got like a sex shop going on over on there. Right? We're, we're, so. Yeah, listen, just be glad that the people listening, just be glad that we don't have the video for you right now. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> my father, Mark, is not here. Uh, and there's only one person who can tell us the reasons why, and that would be uh, Me. Rowan. The oh. what? No, it's Joe. I was going to say Joe's the only the only one that keeps the update on updates on uh on Alex's dad is Joe. So <laughs> I keep I keep updates on all of you. Very rarely do you yeah. ever find That's one of my horrifying. hidden cameras. Uh, so February is uh, is a special time uh, for for us all, um, especially Mark. There's uh, something very important hap that happens this month, every year, uh, with Mark, um, over his long Valentine's long Day? Incorrect, it's his uh, annual inspiration uh, from Heidi Klum's Halloween costumes that mm. happens. Um, so she very famously, uh, she is a, a model amongst other things, I think, and presenter, and talent show judge, I think, on some American shows. Uh, but very famously, she does uh, go all out for her Halloween costumes. And every year, Mark thinks, what a better time than February to take some inspiration from that. So, as uh, he's been getting particularly into the characterization of Kalitar, very pleased to announce that Mark is not here with us tonight because he's currently having cosmetic surgery to undergo a six-month cosplay of Kalitar in real life. So what does that involve? That involves having a layer of blue dyed blubber draped over him and affixed to his skin with surgical glue, as well as some experimental but mostly cosmetic gills attached to his neck that only enable him to breathe underwater for about an hour. Uh, for our Patreon um, so subscribers, uh, the video, the time lapse of his surgery will be available um, in the next few weeks. So if that's something you'd like to see, um, there is some mild nudity, just to be to be aware. Uh, but if that's something you want to see, subscribe to the Patreon. I, I think I, 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 I think that could be considered false. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. false advertising. I'm sorry, we can't actually. On the Patreon. We can't. There's no nudes on the Patreon. Sorry, there's guys. No, there's no nudity or surgery on Patreon. Nudes, I said. There's some mild nudity. It's I a surgical yeah, operation. You know, there's there's a certain amount of, you know. You don't see the difference, Rome. But if you saw the mild nudity, you'd wish you'd see the difference. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna move forwards. 
Um, we got a recap. We do have a recap. I think uh, it's. I went a different direction with this one. I think it's very enjoyable, and I think my dad's gonna be sad he's not here. So, have fun. New recap tech. Let's go. In Quartzia, a city of dreams and despair, a group of friends gathered, filled with care. For Bash, their dear friend, had gone astray, lost in the chaos of the city, they say. They pondered and wondered what to do, to find their friend, this was their cue. Maisie discovered an underground city, you see, a place they hoped would set Bash free. But before they embarked on this daring quest, they needed attire suited for the underground's unrest. They shopped and they purchased garments of might, preparing themselves for the perilous night. Neva, with a spark of rebellion inside, decided to ask Jay for piercings with pride. Adorning her body, she sought strength anew, ready to face the challenges that would ensue. With preparations complete, they set out to find the entrance to the underground, a journey unkind. The edge was the place where they would descend into a world of scraps where hope had no end. A shambled city, towering and vast, a sight that left them spellbound aghast, yet undeterred they ventured forth, their determination a beacon of worth. A tavern they stumbled upon, weary and worn, where a nervous man sat, glasses shattered and torn. Could he hold the answer to their friend's fate? Neva approached, her heart filled with weight. But her attempts to inquire were met with silence, no information gained, no signs of compliance. They turned to the tavern lady for guidance, hoping she could offer some form of alliance. Speak to the glasses man you just walked away from, he knows more than he lets on, she said with aplomb. Returning to him, they asked questions anew, Neva, overwhelmed, felt her tears ensue. Suddenly, the glasses man changed his demeanor, from timid to intimidating, his presence much keener. He offered his help in finding Bash no less, but in return they must undertake a daunting task. Their hearts heavy, they reluctantly agreed to confront the thugs who caused strife and bleed. Red bandanas adorned their menacing face, terrorizing the shops, leaving no trace. But first to a weapon shop they went, seeking guidance and aid. To an old Cougaronian warforge, their questions they laid. Confirmation arrives as the shopkeeper reveals Bash had been there buying pistols and steel. Returning to the surface, their mission at hand, they confronted the thugs, united they'd stand. In the chaos and fury, they fought with a light, protecting the innocent like shining white knights. Attacking a shopkeeper, the thugs showed their might, our heroes intervened, ready to fight. But the story halts midway through the fray, Kyle injured, uncertainty leads the way. What lies ahead for our courageous crew in this city of mysteries where dreams accrue? With Bash still missing, their quest not yet complete, they brace for the unknown, their tales bittersweet. In Quartzia's labyrinth, they find their way through battles and hardships they'll face each day. For friendship and hope, they'll continue to strive. In this poetic journey, their spirits will survive. There you go. Rather dramatically. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, half of that hard. was just half of that was just for the use of aplomb. Don't remember the last aplomb. time I actually heard someone say aplomb. It's a good that word, was... actually, aplomb. It's a very good word. 
That was like a three and a half minute long poem. It's poems are hard. I thought it covered uh, everything yeah. that happened though. Rather dramatically, we're going to be going straight into the second half. Well, presumably second half, hopefully less of this fight. I forgot that uh, I now, I, I'm going to be, I've already said this, uh, Tyrone, for some reason D&D Beyond completely lost the progress of this fight, so I've had to sort of listen back and try to put it in the right order and put the hells where they were. You most certainly were. So if the order is ever so slightly different, um, I apologize, but I've done my absolute best, not that any of you would particularly remember the exact order of everything. When was the last time we even played? I think I just vaguely remember what I was about to do. The fight will start with the two uh, pistol pistol type people uh, going to make attacks. Pistol Pistolman A is going to take a couple of shots, um, thinking of where the dangers are. The f it's actually going to take a little bit of a step uh, forward, you know, thirty feet. Uh, to move a little oh, bit closer to the fray, let's go to about. Oh, you still have a there. rough time with that one. Um, yes, no, it, it's not. It's not going to be able to just move forwards towards Tina's direction. I will imagine um, that. Oh, I tell you what, that's not bad. You, can aim at. You Maisie. could certainly try. Can aim at Maisie. I would say there's a there's Is that about, any that's I'd say there's quarter cover. Sure. There's quarter cover there. Uh, most definitely, maybe up to half. Um, probably isn't going to attack you just for the sake of what is going on right now. Uh, though you would of course see him sort of uh, appear around does the it, corner. Does it help if I tell you that it looks like I'm about to run out from that alley? Mm, no, because I think both of these shots are going to yeah. go at Jay, who is uh, attacking rather aggressively. This uh, this guard through the back. Uh, not the guard. Sorry, this thug in the back. Uh, 12. So both of the shots, bang, bang, fire out. That's going to be a nice. That's going to be a 23 and a 23. Bloody hell, both of them definitely hit. Uh, meaning, Jay's going to take. I rolled an 18 and an 18 on the d20s and a 6 and a 6 on the d10s. That's that kind of a day, apparently. Uh, so 12, 18 damage. Annihilates through Jay's werewolfy form. Boom, boom, splattering out blood. Uh, she winces. Uh, keeps on the fight, but uh, is definitely not looking particularly comfortable. The other pistol person is going to move closer in, and this one can see you, Maisie, most definitely. Uh, and can see that you're about to run out, so both of these shots are going to come at you. That's going to be not quite as successful. One is going to be a 14, one is going to be a 17. Uh, so one hits, one misses. Um, I'm going to lattice the second one, which no matter what I roll will block it. Okay, so both of them come through. One pings off the stonework to your side. The other one, uh, you're just about in time for a reaction. This lattice, almost by reaction, appears in front of you and just shatters the bullet, uh, scatters it around you. Um, it does, in fact, become your turn. Amazing. Cool. Um, so with that bullet, I'm just stepping out. Probably hit me when I was about there. Mm -hmm. I, ho I hold out my hand, and as the crystal's coming out, the lattice pops up to block the bullet, mm -hmm. and the crystal fires at this guy that's attacking Kale. Uh, just a reminder, because this may change how you approach some of these things. 
the one that is attacking... Oh, actually, you guys might be able to remind me. Is it the one that is attacking Kale, or is it the one that's attacking Jay currently that's really low on health? I'm pretty sure it's the one that's Kale. attacking Jay. It was the one with Kale. Yes. No, it wasn't, actually, because Kale did the face-touchy thing, and I thought it was going to kill that one, and it um, didn't. So uh, they're not both fairly low. One is been hit a few times the other one is extremely low uh so i know i've asked the question but i've, re I've remembered uh it is the one that's next to jay that um has really really low health not looking good at all anyway you're attacking the one that's with carly okay if it's the one that was attacking jay that's low then i'll attack that one with the crystal sure because um, that's my bonus action um and i rolled 11 plus Six, so 17 to hit that one. Just hits. So we've got two psychic damage and three piercing, or sorry, seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage, two psychic damage. It goes straight through the neck. Cool. Blood splurts out sideways, patters over the concrete, uh, the slabs on the floor as they fall to the ground. And I will move the rest of my movement, which I've already checked, is there, and go for a dagger stab on this. Sure, you moved the one in front of Kale. Oh, that's even better than the last one. 22 Hits. to hit that guy. Um, this is going to be a lot more damage. Do it. Pop off. Um, okay, well, one psychic damage, <laughs> and... Maximum piercing, 11 piercings. 12 damage in, in total. You just stab into the back. He's uh, not expecting it. Sort of winces and looks around at you with this very angry face. Anything else that you would like to do? Nope, that's all. Okay. The rifleman in the back is going to try and unjam the weapon. So, make a... I thought he broke the weapon. Uh, no, jammed, not broken. Um... It was a misfire because it was a, a, a one. Oh, it's going to be a success. So it is the entire action to un un get, out, get out the block, pull, pull back the pinion, and uh, load in a new bullet, or possibly the same one, ready to attack next time. But that's not going to do much. Jay, seeing this uh, one fall to the ground in front, is going to... How long have I can you move, Jay? I believe you can move 40 feet as a... Yeah. I'm going to charge over to the pistol... Uh, Pistolman A, the one who just shot her twice. A bit annoyed. It's going to take a bite and a claw. The bite is going to be a... 20 to hit. The claw is going to be a 16 to hit, which I believe means they both hit very... Nice. It's going to do 10 damage. The claws are going to do 8 damage. That's 18 damage. You see her cool. charge over, clamping around the arm, just snaps the bone in two and just tears away at the, at the stomach. You can see blood splattering down. The pistol soldier or pistol thug is alive not doing particularly well uh tina it is your turn so uh just quick sit rep on the people that are still around 
So we have Thug C is mm -hmm. up, Thug B is up, and Thug E is up. Yeah, so the two pistol peeps, uh, who are Thug C and D, are up. The rifle person in the back, Thug E, is also up. Dungeon enemies, Admated Shadow was a spiritual weapon, I presume. Or I think I remember. It was indeed. Yep. Thug A is um, the one with a two-handed sword is now dead, and Thug B is the one with a single-handed sword, uh, a Reaper, who is still alive, and the shopkeeper is alive, just um, lying down. Okay. On the floor. Uh, Thug D has taken some damage, correct? Uh, all of them have taken damage except for the rifleman in the back. Um, oh, wait. I think he had taken some. Did take some I think that's why time. he ran yeah, away. a little bit. Um, no, ran away first, but then jammed up. Um, so everyone's taken some damage, basically. The ones that look the worst are the pistol person in front of Jay, and the rest look somewhere similar, apart from the rifleman who's looking the healthiest. Cool. Uh, Tina is uh, going to form an arcane sigil in front of them, and once again, those two like uh, portal game style portals will appear. Um, but instead it will be on either side of Thug D's head uh, as Tina casts uh, the newly named Tina's Transported Tome as uh, a dark book crackling with a purple blackish energy uh, it just <laughs> passes between from one portal to the other hitting the guy on the head on the way uh, this pistol lady is smacked uh, in the head. Uh, is that a roll to hit or uh, a roll please to Please could they make a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom I saving throw. It is wisdom. Uh, not very good at all. They're going to get a five, which I think means you're going to do some damage. Uh, it is the damage dice of the one type that I didn't actually get out because I didn't think I would need to. Uh, oh. Max damage. 12 necrotic damage to them, please. What it would be for you, like a slimy, oozy substance that sort of digs into the skin a little bit, damaging it just, the face? It just, it just really hits them in the head really hard. <laughs> Le no, leaves like a bit of like, soot that like, never, stings never, a bit. <laughs> never mind necrotic you, or reason for necrotic. Yeah, you know, you know in Portal, <laughs> if you drop something, them. it starts picking up speed. And then it launches. It's like that, except it just. <laughs> I like to imagine that's the flavor of the spell. You get the portals somewhere first to get something to speed up, and then you just immediately change the, the it's back, direction. It's back, the, it's, it's back in the tower that uh, Tina was educated in for the last two years. <laughs> it's always it's falling. falling, and I, I just sometimes am able to direct a book. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> uh, yes, Tina will then go. Running away to one of the other alleyways. That honestly makes perfect sense. Uh, and it's going to try not to uh, emit slimy, gooey tears over having seen a man shot through the neck. Yes. A lot of blood well, made it to your... You don't have toes, I guess, at the moment. Or you, you're in you're in a humanoid form, so goopy toes. I'm not sure it's complex enough to have toes. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Carly is next. Neva, you will be up after Carly. Okay. Uh, is gonna go, Ooh, ah, I'm, I'm a bit dirty, see? Uh, but I'm a bit worried about that cellar <laughs> in the back. Uh, so, I believe with Cal's, um, gauntlety thing, he doesn't have to expend only one charge at a time, right? He can expend as many charges as it has left. 
um, um, at once, correct? The Braces of Stars, I believe... Let me just... It is worded as he can expend one charge. Uh, but I think you have said before that he is able to do more than one charge at a time. Yeah, I can't remember, so I'm going to say that sounds about right. I mean, it doesn't make it any more powerful, because if you use all the charges, you can't yeah. use them anymore. So. Um, you know. so he's going to use all of his four remaining charges at Thug E. At Thug E, that is the yeah the rifleman Which in the back. ruling sure. of Magic Missile are we using? One dice that is applied to each dart, or roll a dice for each dart? Uh, roll a dice for each damage. That's gone pretty well. That's 17 points of force damage to the rifleman. Ooh. I rolled a four, a four, a two, and a three. These uh, dark, shadowy bolts just <laughs> fire out and all attack in slightly different parts of the body. Uh, you say 17? 17. 14. 17 mm, force 17. damage. Uh, just blasting into the body, sort of half going through with the shadowy effect. Yeah, not, not a happy camper in the back there. Is Carly going to do anything else? Yes. Uh, because he said he was hurt, you see. Mm -hmm. um, so he's going to kind of clutch at his ribs or wherever he's currently bleeding out his green he's Sliced with from. a sword. Uh, uh, bluish, I think. Bluish blood. Sure. Um, and uh, he will uh, insert Mark's description here if he does not like this. But uh, he will sink into his own shadow and reappear uh, in a shadow over... He can probably make it to the alley on the right if you wanted. Oh, well, actually, uh, hang on. No, he will, he will go there, and then he'll use his movement to go here. Okay, yeah, so he teleports over to the alley that Tina's in and then just runs past like, oh, oh, oh I don't like this at all. And Tina goes, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you just I don't came out of shadows. This. But Tina, that really fucking hurt. <laughs> uh, okay, Neva. So Neva is going to go over to... Fuck, I think it's B. Uh, that one, that one definitely. Okay, so Neva runs over to the uh, to the thug with Maisie. Oh no, this one's going to have a bad time. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> just going to fall on Twitch ship with the uh, knife. Gonna what? Shwit shwit. Shwit shwit. Shwit Gotcha, 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 gotcha. That's the martial arts term for it, right? Yeah, the shwit shwit. Yeah. I think that's an official term. One's a 21 to hit. The other one's an 8. Okay, the 21 hits, the 8 does not. Um, Do I get sneak attack on this? Uh, Yes. No, absolutely. This is the sneak attack position. Mm -hmm. They have an enemy within five feet, and you have no disadvantage. An enemy of them. This, if we played with flanking rules, it would even be that as well. <laughs> uh, so eight damage. Eight damage in total. Yeah, you just jab in the back with that first one, and then go for a second one. But by that point, they've looked around and deflected away with their blade. Uh, yep. Still. Well, it's just been stabbed in one side, watched a man disappear into puddles of smoke, and then it's stabbed in the other side. And because these rounds happen at the same time, I like to imagine he watched Carly disappear into shadow, and both of you just <laughs> at the same time. In both sides. <laughs> yep. And so th Hell this yeah. is the new model, is it? Yeah, one of them. It's very different to what I was expecting. Sick. 
Right, the one that you've just stabbed, the, the thug, is going to make three attacks. He's going to make two rapier attacks, one on each of you, because I'm not particularly happy. First one on Maisie is going to be a probable hit. What's my plus? 25. The one that's on Neva oh. is going to be a 13, which just hit. As the dagger steeps out, uh, like, stings out, would make contact, a little tiny arcane circle blocks it. Blocks for whom? For whom? Uh, the, the one on Neva. The one on Neva. Oh, thank you. So, it's higher. It's going to be a 18 that time. Um... Goes to stab Neva. The sigil appears, but unfortunately just manages to get around it and uh, still does the damage. Maisie, you're um, going to be taking... I'm giving the advantage to Maisie. Just as well. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Maisie, you're going to take nine damage. Neva, you're going to okay. take eight damage. And then Neva, you're going to get attacked a second time with a dagger. Bitch. I know. The hell? Uh, just going to be a dirty 20. Fuck off. Just pulls out a dagger with the other hand and tries to stab you underneath and gets you for uh, three damage. Not particularly high, um, but just catches you underneath. Putting up a fight. Not for much longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Presumably not for much longer. I won't allow it to be for much longer. It's then going to, as a bonus action, disengage. They had... Okay. That's a lot of attacks to also have a bonus action. Yes, indeed. What the fucking hell? Uh, they're going to run back, which isn't going to get out of your range, but, you know, is what it is. Pistol peeps. The first one, who's up against Jay right now, yes, is going to put two shots into Jay. And doesn't get disadvantage. It's going to be a... Uh, a miss, isn't it? A 7 and a 19, which means only one of them hits. One tries to fire, gets battered away. In fact, the one that's it's in the uh, the hand that's just been broken. Uh, so it's battered away. The second one does hit and does egg damage. Fires through the stomach. Uh, you see blood fire out the back. Jay's not looking great. Uh, the second Soria is going to fire one bullet at both uh, Maisie and... Neither. Keep up nope. this good fight. Not allowed. Not allowed? I'm afraid that's not how it works. Maisie, that's going to be a... There's my numbers. 18. Neither. that's going to be a... I'm going to try to lattice work it. Uh, that's exactly what I need, too. Cool. To make my AC an 18. Uh, so if one fires at you, and it just, again, shatters away with this uh, lattice work. Uh, Neither. it's a 19 against you, so you are going to take Fuck that damage. You're going to take... Nothing. Not allowed. Well, that wasn't particularly high. Uh, seven damage. You just get fired through the arm. Fired? You get shot through the arm. Uh, amazing. Um, so... Find a crystal at the guy that just ran away from us. Um, sure. Thug B. So, 21 to hit. It's definitely going to hit. 
Three psychic damage and five piercing damage. Nice, eight damage in total. Just fires out. Again, you like protect with the right. lattice and then fire out this crystal. 10, 15, 20, no, 20, 25, 30. Okay, run, <laughs> run around the pistol lady over to, yeah, over to the fog. Uh, and uh, same shit. Stab, stab. Uh, 19. Hits. Uh, two psychic damage and ten piercing. Nice. Just this almighty stab with a little extra oomph from your uh, from your magic. Blood again <laughs> splatters out down to the ground. Uh, all sorts of flesh and cu cuts uh, protruding through the armor. Uh, everything. Uh, that should be everything for you. Just saying, you're not getting away from me. The rifleman finally <laughs> after. So much time, I think it's like four rounds or something, is going to take an attack. Um, so, gonna fire at Jay. No, would it be you, Maisie? No, more scared of the uh, of the wolf. You take a shot at Jay. Just gonna be a fourteen to hit, which does actually hit. It's going to be, I mean, I get to roll my favorite dice. It's a d12. There's this almighty <laughs> that echoes through as this rifle is shot and blasts through Jay, doing 11 damage. Uh, Jay stutters and falters. There is a lot of blood all over her body. She's looking extremely weak, like... One arm's kind of like dangling, still roaring and clawing because that's exactly what she does. Uh, speaking of Jay roaring and clawing, she's gonna just try and finish off this uh, this pistol person because why wouldn't she? The bite is gonna be a, a twenty-one to hit. Uh, the claws are gonna be a natural one. Makes sense. Very hurt. Uh, the bite is going to do... just chomps in. Seven damage. If you're looking over at seeing her get blasted, she just puts her mouth around the head and just the head caves in on itself as the uh, the jaws clamp down with an absolutely unimaginable amount of force. Uh, yeah, that that pistol person's dead. They're gonna try and run away, considering everything's going. Oh, is she gonna run at the rifle person? She is a dumbass. She's going to run away, Alex. She is a dumbass. You are correct. She starts charging at the uh, the the person with For the rifle. For sake, Alex. Um, there's a trail of blood just left behind her. Tell me that's not what she'd do, <laughs> Tina. Not the boy. <laughs> Tina, it's your turn. That's what that's what Maisie would do. So I know that's what Jay would do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tina is going to. It will be. Uh, step here. Step into the alleyway a little bit. Uh, Tina's uh, transported time as the portals once again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the book's going even faster this time. So wisdom saving throw again <laughs> it's on collected It's just oh, it's now it's funny. now spinning from when it hit them on the head before. <laughs> it's a dirty twenty this time. They see the portal and just try to dodge out of the way. So probably half damage. 
no, nothing for, for no, nothing it's, a, it's a cantrip, so. They see the portal appear and just like get out the way as it just <laughs> past them. <laughs> I think that is going to be it. So they're gonna go back into the alleyway? Yeah. Uh Carle's turn. Uh so he is still feeling a bit sore because he's got yeah, like six there. broken ribs. Um, uh, yeah, his guts are kind of starting to spell out. His blubber's all oozing. Does blubber ooze? Yeah. I don't want to know. Uh, so he's going to use his bonus action uh, to move the uh, spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon. The shadowy to... being. Yeah. Uh, moves over to the pistol purse. Yeah. And... Um, and it will make an attack. Uh, that's a 25 to hit. Most certainly does hit. And I believe it was just cast at second level, so it's just the 1d8. Yeah. Plus spell casting, so 4 plus 4, so 8 points of force damage to them. Yeah, just swings this shadowy arm. Again, it has this kind of movement where it almost feels like the form is constantly disappearing and reforming as it moves through. Uh, impacts the size, you hear this crunching from some of the ribs breaking. Uh, and he is for his action uh, because he doesn't he doesn't really have any <laughs> any action healing spells. Um, he is oh no he does he's going to kill wounds himself at first level as I feel like where Mark would go. Okay, some shoes appear over this massive slice. A little bit of healy healy. So he heals. Sure, how much does he heal? Seven. Cool. Sieben, as the German would say. Is Carly doing anything else? No. That is action plus action and choosing okay. not to move. Neva. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo, yo. What's mini up? gang. <laughs> You're a mini uh, gang. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're just so small. <laughs> Seeing as I'm sticking with the knives, I'll stick with this mini. So up to there, stubby stuff. Sticking, sticking with the knives, sticking with this mini as you stick a knife in his body. Yep. Oh, you're going oh, to the fuck pistol. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Oof. Unfortunately, ten is not going to hit. Wait, did you say? Yeah, two? no. Yeah. What? Came from D&D was a ten. Did you say ten or no? Two? No, no, I said ten. I said fuck you to it because it literally was on an eighteen, then tipped to the five. Oh, <laughs> this is why you should re use real dice. Um, I can't be get them out. It, uh, one of them ten, one sixteen. Sixteen hit. So the first one you try to stab, and uh, unfortunately you don't get the contact. The second one, you, you, you managed to get a little bit of stabbiness out there. Uh, so question: the animated mm -hmm. shadow. Yes. Not a creature. Would that cause me to have... Damn it! Fuck! <laughs> Joe, Joe was already answering that question. Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew what you were about to ask. I mean, by all means, Alex, I, if, I, you, I was if going you would to... consider it to be that they would consider... No, no, no. I, I yeah. was going to answer the same answer that you said. I was just going to wait until she'd finished her sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Six fucking damage. Six. Uh, you stab, kills, uh, bends over, like folds in two, still alive, but like literally some intestines are hanging out of these holes in her abdomen and ribs broken and sticking out. Good. Anything else you would like to do? Go home. Uh, you can do. Uh, there will be an opportunity attack. 
<laughs> if only someone I, I had had recommended that we do that before this whole thing started. <laughs> the the swordsman in front of Maisie is just gonna attack back because what else is gonna happen? It's gonna uh -huh. be a couple of Urupia uh, attacks. First one, uh, not great to be honest. Is a thirteen. The second one is an eighteen. Yep. So swings the first one. I'm sure you dodge out of the way, like you know, nice and slow motion. An arcane sigil holds it in place as it's about to hit. Uh, okay. Uh, the so second roll is in fact a nine. Let's go. Does not hit. Uh, so I will give you the. Uh, no, I will give uh, me. Uh, yeah, give someone else. I still have your other one. I will give it to. Um, who do I want to give it to? Shape could probably use it. Jay is too far. I Absolutely. Can't too far, yep. Go on, I'll give it to Neva then. Why not? Sure, Neva gets an advantage. And then she, then, really didn't then want to, get, but I guess. she can get a sneak attack wow. next time. <laughs> um, yeah, this second second blade uh, blade swipe swings around and just clang comes off a, a sigil in the air. Well, lucky. The dagger comes in to attack you. That's a, it's an eleven. So none of these hit you. You're just dodging this yeah. shit left and right. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna fucking take I, you down as well. I, I pushed the Alex doesn't get to succeed button. I can do it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I love that. I love silvery well, barbs so much. Well, it's the Alex has to try again, I suppose, rather than yeah. succeed. Yeah, which, which can which can be like a because it can turn into because the second roll is always taken. It can turn into a crit if, uh, if yes, it's not it could. the first time. It could. Which is uh, obviously not good. The pistol person in front of Neva, the one you have just stabbed, is just going to point a gun at your forehead and try to shoot you from point-blank range uh, twice. With disadvantage? No disadvantage. Uh, there is oh. a... Uh, yeah, they have gunslinger. Uh, oh. Uh, there is a 15, which hits, and a 13, which hits. Uh-oh. Where's your armor? My armor. That's the problem. <laughs> Are you wearing armor? I don't think I even own armor. You don't have what any the armor. Fuck? Um, you should. You should have started no. with some armor. There's no armor here. Like maybe you should you, purchase some armor. You definitely have had armor. You have not played however many sessions we've done with no armor. Uh, I have. Going on forty something. I've never had not. armor. You, oh you my god! You start the you, when you oh start my. a character She's... sheet. It starts with it. For some reason, I didn't have any. Well, if you don't choose it, I guess. She chose to start with money instead of the starting. <laughs> you chose that with money. Oh, I haven't even thought that's hilarious. Right. Anyway, I had even you get shot. That. You get shot twice. Uh... <laughs> Joe is for real face palming for the podcast. <laughs> that's gonna be. <laughs> That's it, gonna be. It fits with the character damage. backstory, I guess. No, it's not. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be Alex, session gonna forty something. It's gonna be fourteen no, damage. No, the thing it's is, Purdy refuses to accept this. It's fourteen damage. Maisie, you watch as boom, boom, two shots go through her shoulder uh, on each side, and she collapses down to the ground, unconscious, bleeding on the floor. No, Alex, we're not gonna do this, okay? Hold on. Um, I just want to see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
as she's dropping to the ground, I'm going to use Blood Curse of the Fallen Puppet. Oh, Jesus. Can you use what that the on someone unconscious? Or do they have to be dead? They have to be dropping to zero hit points. Enough of a uh, close enough of a description for me. Uh, you you can still make another attack on this on this guy before you go down. I can. Yep, that's what Blood Curse of the Fallen Puppet Effectively, is. Effectively, Maisie's going to use her power to make your arm go stab. Um, <laughs> yes, you have to do it with advantage as well. Uh, because with of advantage. The, yep. Yeah, with because advantage. of the thing, because of the silvery barbs. So you get Thank sneak attack. Let's go. Day <laughs> uh, You don't need to roll anything. Um, they only have one health. You just as you, let's go. There's this boom, boom, slow motion. Neva just collapses to the ground unconscious. Uh, Maze, you grab a hold of these little. How's it look? I presume little like red. Um, Maze, Maze reaches out and goes no, and it j just kind of like light. Threads pull your arm forward and just stab them. Stab this this knife left in the belly of this uh, this this lady who's just shot you um, as you fall to the ground and she at the same time falls down to the ground. Uh, she because she's not a player character is dead. Maisie, your turn. Um, I yell out, Cal, help her. You have advantage on your basically your first thing. Yes, and I am going to stab this lady again. Which lady? The uh, one, the one in front of is, is a dude. Yeah. Oh, uh, this this dude. Dude with long hair. Yes. Nat 20. Thank you for advantage. Oh, yes. Let's go. Natural 20. Yeah, go for it. Um, so that is going to be da, 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 11 to start. That's fine. You don't need to keep with... You can keep rolling if you want to, oh. but... Uh, I just want to see what the numbers would sure. have been. Not that high. Another three. Yeah. How does How does this look? I'll let you describe with a um, pop off. Uh, God, a lot just happened. Uh, so yeah, I'll now pull the threads, Cal, heal her, and then just slice through their abdomen and just like their intestines start pouring. Yeah, pouring like all, all of their guts just in pieces because yeah. of all the stabs and stuff they've taken. They fall down and looking I you am, in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's and a immediately start block. running over this way. 50, what's the range of my crystal? I know it's not that far. It's enough though. <laughs> 60. So I will fire with my bonus action. Cool. For a 21. Well, my dice really like the number 15. Um, those were both ones though. Um, so five piercing, one psychic. Nice. Uh, just fires through, <laughs> scratches across their arm, leaving a fairly large gash. Uh, is the rifleman's turn? Who's going to take another shot at Jay? This gigantic beast charging at her, uh, which is going to be a fairly high roll at a, if I can math, twenty-five, and it's going to be twelve damage. There's this again. This boom as the rifle is shot, and Jay's momentum keeps her going as she collapses down to the ground, unconscious. And with that, transforms back as well. Just uh, she collapses, boom, hits the ground. Uh, Tina, this is your go. The only enemy, well, uh, enemy that you've been considering enemy that's still alive is the rifle person. They're very far away. They are very uh, far away. Leaving to me. Yeah, it's just what what can I be doing to be helpful in that time? Any buff spells? Not 
Really? Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like the other, I I do I have what you could think of as three buff spells, but none of them would be super helpful in this instance. Um, so I guess I will go to. Oh, no, that's as far as I can go, so I can't even get to anyone. Okay, you're you're gooping your way over to Neva. So uh, no, I, I couldn't. I can't really get to her, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, okay. Wow. No, you know what? I will. I will goop out thirty feet, and I will take the dodge action. Uh, oh wait, sorry, I'm wrong. Just, that is Neva that I'm time. next to. I thought it was one of the thugs. I will uh, attempt to stabilize <laughs> her. You've moved thirty-five feet there. Have I? There were. I think you put yourself back closer. Yeah, it's you presuming put yourself that's where It said they. Oh, oh, sorry. So well, I, were I, you? I, had, I think I was. Were there, you yeah. in front of Carla? Yeah, I thought you were there, which means thirty means you can't get to neither. Then I was right. You were. Like right, I yes. always am. <laughs> <laughs> they're on. They're unlikely to focus you though, seeing as I'm the one charging directly at them. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. So yes, I will go to here and take wow. the dodge action. Okay. <laughs> Carly is next. Uh, in Pokemon terms, I'm going to use a minimize. <laughs> as though, I'm a, as though <laughs> I am a Grimer. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you. Or Chansey. Carly. Uh, well, Cal's going to do a whole bunch of shit. Uh, he's going to go here. So coming up your ear. Tina. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's gonna use a uh, healing word on Neva. Makes sense. What's the word? Uh, he's gonna go. Uh, I hope you feel better, Neva. Uh, as he throws, <laughs> he, so he he's not even intending to cast healing word. He so he's like, oh, she's just she just needs to be woken up. So he just summons a little like snowball sized thing of water that is kind of shadowy. And just kind of throws it at her in the hopes of like cold water will wake her up. Thoughts and prayers, Neva. Sending thoughts and prayers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he will then uh, use his action from here to dash towards uh, Jay as far as he can because I feel like that's what he'd do. Oh, no, he doesn't. Fuck. I misread one of those things. He, he doesn't, doesn't have healing words. Mm. He doesn't. My apologies. Oh my! I absolutely God. thought that I had read healing words. Right. So let me bring him back to where he was, because. So what he actually did is just throw so, water. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tina was here. So he was here. So. He threw a, a soggy snowball. You can't actually. And hmm. think that I would draw a nice picture of Tino as well. So. It's not Tino, it's Carly. No, it's not Tino. It's, it's, it's not Cal. Tino's fault. Uh, yeah, so I, I know. Yeah, blame Cal. I was drawing the picture for Joe, who is controlling Cal right now. So I guess he is going to dash over and then have to wait till next turn to, to do it. Yeah. Not uh, sorry, not to... preparing healing word is so foreign to me when you have the ability. Mm. I literally I gaslit myself into thinking that he had it prepared <laughs> yeah. because I thought that I had read it. <laughs> uh, and uh, the shadow will float 20 feet over. Uh, PSA, okay. uh, don't force your, your clerics to be heal bots. Uh, it no, just no, so no. happens I, that he's... the last character I played 
was super heely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, very heel bot. <laughs> right, Neva, it is your turn to do a death saving throw. Just don't roll a one. And don't tell anybody else what you got because it's more fun that way. Maisie, all the way around to you. Yeah. You see Jay fall to the ground. Yep. I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. Um, fire crystal again. Okay. That is a rifle person. Um, no advantages. Yes, of course. Uh, 14 plus 6. Yes. Tw- dirty 20, 2D4s. Uh, seven piercing and three psychic. Wonderful. Another these crystals fires off and slices across the body. Yep. Uh, 25, 30. And I'm going to throw one of the concealable knives. Ooh, wonderful. Um, for a 16 plus 622. Hits. No psychic damage on this one. No. Uh, that is just a one, a one plus a six. Seven. Seven piercing damage. Okay. Just stabs into the shoulder. Their turn. They are going to... They run over towards the building closest, uh, pull out a device from their uh, on their wrist, and this rope just... <laughs> Attaches up to the roof as they uh, swing all the way up to the roof. Uh, that is their action, though, so they do not take a shot. Jay is going to do a saving throw. Okay. Tina. Well, Cal has now appeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a better idea of what it is that he's doing. I make that 70 feet. As I Seems about right. Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to alert two. So that should the 3D modeling of Tailspire, so helpful. Um, yeah, the, the, we would never, we would, we would never be able to figure out what that distance was if this was in uh, no, no, yeah. the 2D map. Um, we're gonna try another Tina's transported tome as the portals appear in front of under her feet, and the book is gonna fly upwards. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Yes. Yes. That's gonna be a five. So yeah, it just bam hits her in the. Thighs. Six necrotic damage. Indeed. Goes, what the fuck? It fucking brains <laughs> um, on the chin and then flies back into the uh, portal. <laughs> It'd be so confusing for that to happen. Uh, and um, uh, they will then take in the... Uh, no, we'll go back to that. Okay. Carly. Uh Now Carly will fucking <laughs> cast <laughs> Cure Wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 14, no, not 14, 12. That's me having bad maths. 12 HP back to Neva. Yep. Are you sure this time? (laughs) I am very sure this time. Oh, is there a way that this can Uh, be flying? Yeah, you have to... uh, There's an enable fly, there it is. So the the spiritual weapon shadowy boy is going to glide up, although not quite getting to the the roof yet. Uh, It's just going to start gliding. I think it's like there. Yeah, that'll be fine. It's close enough. Fucking Dementor style. It really is kind of a Dementor. <laughs> Neva, you awake. Carle over your body. Uh, feeling a lot of pain with bullets in your shoulders. Uh, feeling uncomfortable. 
seeing most people are dead, including the one that shot you, which is a little confusing, possibly, because your knife is in their stomach. Uh, I'll let you pick that up as a free action, because that's only flavor. Um, Jay is down on the ground in the distance. Um... Sorry, yes. Speaking of, Cal would be using his movement to move towards them, and I'll do it. Where's Jay? On the ground. Closest to me. If Neva gets up, it's half her, her movement. Yes, I'm aware of this now. It, I definitely didn't cut anything out that we made a big mistake. I don't even know where the fuck I was. Oh, you're here now. This is the furthest you could go. Well, I'm... You can action dash as well to get all the way there. Yes. You just won't be able to do anything else. Fine. Yeah, let me get next to her and do fuck all. I, I don't know why you're so angry. It's not like anything happened that's uh, been cut out that would make you annoyed. Uh, so you use all of your ability to move, to move over to Jay, who is bleeding on the floor. I stick my finger in the wound. Failed death saving throw. <laughs> yeah, damage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Amazing. It is your turn. Yeah, it is. Um, I will fire a crystal. As annoyed as, as as annoyed as Maisie is in this situation, is she slightly jealous of the grappling hook? Oh yeah, the, <laughs> the, my as soon as you showed that, I was like, my intention is to take that grappling hook upon end of this mission. Um, that is not as good. What is my damn crystal? It's plus six, 11, seventeen to hit. Hits. That is max piercing damage, eight piercing, two psychic. Ten damage. Uh, five, ten. I want to try to stabilize. That would make sense. Roll it to twenty. It's medicine, right? Uh, yes, it's medicine. That is a ten. Which is a success. And here's where we all realize we have no idea how stabilizing works. It's, it's, I've always, it's above and below 10, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure 10. Because it's meant to be like half and half. I think it's usually a DC of 10. It's the same as it works with like saving throws. I think, uh, I think it is as well. Beat that meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does succeed. Um, you stabilize Jay. Uh, obviously, he doesn't get up. Um, good thing good thing you did. A little bit of ment knowledge. Her first death saving throw, she rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I heard you say good thing you did that to Purdy when you fed the potion. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, if it's so Wait, I mean that's the thing that never happened, of course, because uh Yeah, that's, so that's totally been, never happened. Something that yeah, definitely didn't get cut, cut out, out of the podcast. Nothing got cut out. <laughs> Anyone listening? I no editing is done on this at all. The more we keep talking about it, you're just going to have to keep the fuck up in the podcast. Keep so we have There's reference. nothing to keep in. So, um, <laughs> okay. So you stabilized. Um, yes. Tis the rifleman's turn. It's going to get right to the tippity top of this, uh, this this roof that they're standing on. And it's going to take a shot at Maisie. Yeah, do it. From the, from the heavens above. Boom goes the gun. That's a 24 to hit. Yep. And you're going to take 14 damage. Boom, you shot through the shoulder, impacts into the ground, exploding some uh, some stone. That everywhere. one was rough. Yeah. Jay is stable, unconscious. Tina. Uh, so they have moved even further. They have moved even further away. 
Which is just inconvenient. Well, you hit them the first time, so <laughs> they yeah. came far away. They have a weapon that lets them shoot from really far away, so they're going to use a, it. Well, that's 100 feet, although I guess because of the angles, I don't actually have to do like 40 feet, do I? Or do I? Is that how maths works? Yeah, that's not enough. Or is it? God, it's so, it can be a bit hard to tell. Uh, that is... That is 75 feet, but there would be some cover from that lip in the uh, in the roof. Well, I'm, I just want to make sure that it is 75 feet because, and that it's not yeah. just the angle that I'm at. Okay. It is 75 feet, although to be fair, cover wouldn't happen for a magical. Uh, then I'm just going to... Just going to move forwards and... Um, oh, 75 feet. Yes. That works because it will still get her. Okay, mm -hmm. so at 60 feet away, in a 20-foot mm -hmm. cube, meaning it will still Very get nice. her, yeah. uh, you will see um, a... Before you get describing, this is the, the rules thing. If you fire 60 feet away a 20-foot cube, the central point of that would be 60 feet uh, away, oh, which, means the edge, which means the edge would be 70 feet away. Now, that's how I would imagine if you have a cube the central point would be where you're casting. You conjure a mass, a thick, from a point of your choice within range, 20 foot cube from that point. Very well thought. In which case, uh, I'll take dodge action. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm sorry to be the uh, bearer of bad news, but no, no, no. No, if we get technical, good. it misses. I, was, uh, I got too caught up in thinking that <laughs> it, it would work, and it wouldn't. Uh, Carly's turn. Uh, well, everyone's up now, right? Yeah, oh, at least Jay's alive. still down, just... Jay's unconscious. Alive, yeah. How hurt does this person look, do we know? Pretty damn hurt. Pretty damn hurt? <laughs> right, I feel like this is what Mark would do. So I'm mm -hmm. going to do this. Okay. If it works or not, who knows? But the range is 90 foot. So okay. it can work. And as yes. he has previously described it, a faint mist goes from his hand and fills a 20-foot sphere from where they are. Okay. Uh, I now need to roll 5d8. Need to get out some more. Oh games. my god. If this works, please. I feel bad that it might work when he's not here, but I feel like this is what he would do. <laughs> it, it totally is. If he thought of it <laughs> do they have less than 24 hit points they most certainly do uh they fall unconscious <laughs> um as he as kyle casts yeah. sleep uh that looks to me quite a steep roof um, i was about to make a disadvantage <laughs> dexterity check certainly does actually about to make i a think if you're unconscious, if you're unconscious you fail you, yeah i don't think you can make a dex, oh, dex save if you're unconscious yeah I'm going to, overall for the sake of drama, that they can make a little save whilst they're uh, falling asleep to see if they can uh, put themselves in a position of not death. Wow. But it is with disadvantage and quite a high DC. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm in charge. So. <laughs> uh, they get a, a 12. They do not succeed. They fall asleep. Ah, what a nice little snooze. They just hit the ground. There's this 
horrid, and I mean horrid, crunch and squelch noise as they bounce and practically get impaled on their own broken bones. They're just too weak to survive. Um, I don't I'm, I'm not going to roll it. It's, well, it would be 2d6, actually. Well, it depends they, on how you okay. land. Like, I think it's, it's 2d6 it, yeah, every 10 feet, right? It's a d6, or, every, 10 d6 feet. every 10 feet. You say lay yeah. on your front, and then, like, it cracks it. So it'd be 2d6. Yeah, if their arm was like that, they or don't something, yeah. or if their leg... Uh, fun okay. fact, if you yeah. fall from a really high distance, the thing that kills you is not necessarily the first impact, it's all of your bones shattering and then impaling all of your organs. So, yeah. this isn't that high of a Which is what I was trying to explain. Um... Can can we say that the um the spiritual weapon the 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 shadow catches the grappling gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> the <Damn it. laughs> um yeah, impact. There's just a splat of blood. Combat is over. They're all dead. The quiet falls over. The crowd that was around has thinned a hell of a lot. There's maybe a couple people cowering at a very far distance, but like, no one's around anymore. Um, the shopkeeper on the ground slowly raises to her feet and just looks around like a little panicked and then just runs away. Yeah, fair. Fair enough. Cow will call after her. No, we're, we're the good guys. I don't know accent that Where the good guys we are? <laughs> You've got South Country. <laughs> this is Bendy. You're, 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 you're doing a Bendy. I think yeah. it's because the last accent I did was for that one-shot character, so that's just become my default. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're the good guys. Oh, they've gone. Okay. Um, yes. There's just a lot of dead bodies and a lot of hurt. Uh, Jay is unconscious, of course. Yeah. Uh, I will now give Jay the potion of healing. Sure. Get the healing potion and roll those 2d4 plus uh, plus 2. 2d4 plus 2, which is something that we remembered. First time. We knew that. We, we knew that. that. We knew how healing potion. Remember? Yeah, I got no, no, more no. this time! What do, you, what do you mean this yeah. time? Yeah. Uh, Since I, the last time she rolled a healing potion. Oh, yeah, yeah, like ages ago. Yeah, 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 yeah ages ago, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to give me a number. Nine. Look, give me the number. You can't just say no. I said nine. She said nine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, eight plus one, you motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, You're so contented oh. with yourself. I thought you were saying you'd rolled eight plus one. I'm like, we've just been over it. It's 2d4 plus two. <laughs> Jay wakes up and just like does that thing where she's like, let me at him, let me at him, and then sees everyone's dead and is like, oh, All right, I guess everybody's already be dead. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Don't worry, you only missed like six seconds it's it's fine i'm all good don't worry you're also not the only one to go down i mean it's no surprise that you went down all right now come on now nothing it's not this way what did you just say it's not the first time <clears throat> uh, so are we chopping off one of their hands or something oh mm, uh, yeah i guess hand. They're all dead. So. Hold on, I'll I'll get this one and try to loot their grappling gun and their hand. <laughs> Give me a so the grappling gun is on their wrist for sure. Um, okay, cool. It's looking fragile, but not necessarily broken. Give me a slight of. I'm going to chop off their. I'm going to chop off their hand that has it on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just does that make it easier? Give me a slight of hand. Oh damn it! Okay. 
Uh, good slide. As in, you are making their hand I, more I do. You're chopping the dicks off of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just pick up myself. It's a 15. It survives. But it does look as though it's a little fragile. Uh, you're probably going to have to maybe personally do some work or get someone uh, to just like make sure that the first time you we, use we it, got it doesn't a guy explode. For that. Exactly. But like it's it's not shattered into a million pieces and unusable. Uh, you have no idea how to use it, but that's that's for, that's for a later. That's, that's a problem for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. You all take a breath, uh, bleeding quite a lot, possibly needing a bit of a break as the suns are tempting a sunset in the distance. You are vaguely aware that this isn't a highly guard-heavy area of the city, but an altercation like this is not necessarily going to go unnoticed. Well, uh, we probably get out of there pretty darn fast after we get the proof. And yep. Where are you going to? Back down. Yep. To the Undercity. The Undercity. Okay. Hurt and injured, you move back over to in the direction of the tavern that you came from. I will float the idea that maybe we go back to our rooms and rest for like an hour or so. Maybe two. Sure. Sure. You walk all the way back to the tavern. This is like an hour's walk. Limping, hurt, blood kind of dripping, a trail of your direction. And you can probably do like gentle patch up. Yeah, you try to. Jay's licking her wounds. Yeah. Uh, and you get to the entrance of the tavern, like open the door and start to step in, and you just hear from the other side of the bar, "There's ah uh, no uh, uh, no 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 blood stays outside. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna fucking ask. But blood stays outside. I'm not cleaning that shit out of the wood. You know how fucking difficult it is to clean blood that's absorbed into wood. Mm -mm. I can I can clean it for you. It like straight away. I can show you if you have something that is not blood that you would like me to demonstrate. If it doesn't get cleaned, s seven gold. Okay. That's fine. Okay, fine. but you'll you'll see as we go that it's it's not there. So I'll just fine. press to digitate as we go. <laughs> if I find a speck of blood, yeah, of uh, uh, our like blood from this instance, not blood generally. We're not responsible for other people's blood. Unless just we cleaning it. up the blood. <laughs> Maybe you should make a contract uh, up before we go, just to make sure. Oh, Do you have an, a notary gone. public? Uh, Jay just the, starts walking straight the through towards the room, just blood literally. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> I will. I will. I will manifest like an expression on the face of the cube facing him, and there will also just be like uh, <laughs> present digitation magic happening just <laughs> as Jay goes, like yeah. a particle effect in a game where someone walks. <laughs> just clearing up as you go and you make it back into the rooms so are you guys taking a short rest or a long rest it's by this point probably late afternoon early evening uh, after everything has sort of gone down preferably long so you could take a long rest but of course it's like five ish so you'd end up waking up what in the morning <laughs> which is fine if I'm you want okay, to well, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be sleep we can but true uh, but like that would be the time that the end the the rest ends i'm okay either way i would prefer long but we can do short we need to at least take a short mm. well since Purdue's the only one that has a preference for long rest let's take a long rest sure so you want to take a nice long rest 
And, um, oh, I've just realized as well, uh, Kale should have been at a disadvantage, uh, not disadvantage, but minus two for a lot of those rolls because he had exhaustion. Oh, but... yeah. Oh, well. Wouldn't have, I would have mattered. I, I don't think his, uh, most of his stuff was. No, I don't believe so. Uh, anyway, um, you have a nice long rest. All of your wounds magically heal up from the magic in the air. I don't think I've ever discussed the way I imagine in general that it works. Is the reason a long rest can kind of heal all your wounds is because there's just an inherent magic in the air that just I think you healing. That last campaign. Yeah, the all, all basic healing just basically, 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 uh, is a bit more rapid. Things that are a bit more in depth will take obviously more oomph. Um, you wake up or slash uh, finish up your healing, resting. All those sorts of things around midnight one in the morning the suns have long since gone down the tavern has gone quiet as those who are sleeping in the tavern are asleep uh, maybe there's a couple people hanging out downstairs but the front doors are locked at least to customers coming in it's just people who are staying there that can stick around though there are no uh, tavern um, barkeeps what is the plan i imagine the undercity never sleeps it feels like the kind of place that's always going. Probably. I don't Get it know. over and done with. So... Yeah, I'd like to get rid of this hand in my backpack as soon as possible. kind of gross that you have one. I mean, that's coming from me. Yeah. yeah that's why you didn't think it was cool. Yeah. I don't like it. <sighs> I don't know, like... I think it's just, I think it, it's, it was kind of cool when you did it and we're like in the moment in the adrenaline, but like now it's just weird that you have someone's hand with you. Yeah, don't like it. But you know, proof. Under the city then? Yep. Alright. You set off through the streets another long walk. Uh, unless of course you want to try and find a, a different entrance somewhere else. But if you're going back to the same place you were before, it's a good couple of hours to get over to it. In the early hours of the morning, the edge definitely feels different. Before, you weren't necessarily comfortable, though it didn't feel as though every corner was going to be danger. In the early hours, when there is no suns to light your way, just the, uh, the rainbow belt gently lighting the streets and some street lamps not as common as you would hope, every dark corner, alleyway, uh, blind corner feels as though you should keep a wide berth and try to not be as close to that as you could be if you were feeling a little more secure in the daylight. But you walk through, unharmed, presumably unwatched, to the tavern that you have been to before, which is... I don't like that. <laughs> which is, as previously, a little bit noisy, a little bit raucous, again, People are always around at all sorts of times in these taverns. Some drunk outside, some not. And you walk past everybody. A couple looks in your direction, though you're wearing some more appropriate clothing for the location. To the barkeep, you mention the Golden Panthers. And walk through the back, down the steps, once again into the vertical city. Are you heading straight back to the tavern you were in before? Uh, is that the one we met the guy in? Yeah. Yes, this is where you met the guy with the broken glasses. No reason not to. The city of taverns. I mean, there are, you would assume you would assume there are a few around. City of taverns. Uh, but you get back to the one you were in before. 
probably a little confused trying to navigate your way around the various levels and bridges and such. But you do get back down there, walk back in. As before, most of the tavern is semi-full, some people together, most people in pairs, seemingly meetings, not many people there for pleasure. But in the corner, in a booth, you see the man you saw before, meek, almost weak-looking, with these broken glasses, one lens cracked. But this time he's joined by two figures. One is a figure dressed in all-black tactical gear, wearing a cowl and a mask, uh, a metal mask, black in color, with glowing red eyes, or at least red glowing through the mask. He's sitting next to the man with the cracked glasses. The other figure is standing across the table, another meek figure who seems scared. The posture is that of defense. Do you approach? Do you watch from a distance? I think we should watch from a distance. Yeah, let's wait. Mm -hmm. Seems like he's already having a meeting. The man with the cracked glasses seems to be almost enjoying this situation a little bit too much. The figure in black tactical gear is almost completely unmoving. But it is evident the conversation comes to an end fairly quickly, maybe only two or three minutes after you arrived, as the figure in black pulls out a pistol and shoots this meek figure between the eyes. Boom! There's a little bit of a reaction from the tavern. Most people look over and then seem to think that the best idea is to get on with their own business and ignore this completely. The figure that was just shot falls limp, hits the ground. And from somewhere else in the tavern, a half-orc comes out and drags this figure across the ground. Some other people coming along to try and clean up some of the blood, at least for now. Huh. And the man with the cracked glasses seems to appreciate the situation before going back to scrawling some notes. The figure with the pistol holstering again, staying pretty still. They don't talk to each other or initiate conversation of any kind. Well... Let's go then. Okay. Cal will lean over to Maisie and say something along the lines of, I've got a bad feeling about this. Look, yeah, we I did think our we all part. Do. Let's just go <laughs> give the hand. If he doesn't stick to his end of the bargain, then we walk away. Yeah. As you walk over, oh, I should say one other thing you did see. Uh, this interaction, blood was sprayed all over the man with the cracked glasses, but... With a wave of his hand, it appeared to all clean itself up, as though a spell that you saw last night was recast. Mm. When we go over, I'll I'll take the hand out of my pack that's like wrapped in some kind of cloth and just set it on the table. Did you just throw it down? <laughs> yeah. You walk over, it ro rolls across the table, and he looks up from his notes, a little bit of blood seeping from the hand. It's dried, but just a little bit sort of creeping out from the impact. He looks up and says, I, I presume you're looking the same uh, morph that you were. Yeah, same, same person. And he says, yeah. Well, I must admit I am surprised that you're alive, but impressed nonetheless. Just looks down at the hand and sort of pokes it slightly with the, with the pen that he's holding. Then looks over to this uh, figure dressed in all black to his left and just gestures to the hand. The figure just picks it up, looks at it, and then just puts it in a little side pouch. It's like, well, obviously I can't confirm or deny that's the hand you've promised, but 
I have a good feeling this will be a positive result. Yeah. You are going to hand up, hold up your end of the bargain now? My end of the bargain? And whatever would that be? Helping us find a man. He puts the pen to his mouth a little, puts on a furrowed brown, says, I don't recall having that as my end of a bargain. Do you have a contract or anything to prove what you say? Just look back at the others. May, uh, maybe. Neither just goes. For the podcast, is a exasperated hand movement. Well, I'm ever so sorry if you've got the wrong impression here. Well, we've done your bidding for you. Have a good life. You will just have hand and walk away. Well, if you're extra keen for work, we can do a deal and make sure that a contract is written. Your call, Neva. What would it entail on our side? The contract or the job? The job. A simple job. A very simple job. I need you to relay a message to somebody. I have a feeling simple with you is not exactly simple. Well, distrust as you may, it's just a message. And to whom am I delivering it to? You get the address if you agree to the job. Let me confer with this. We'll agree to the job once we have a contract. Of course. It's only logical to suggest a contract for a job. Uh, give me a minute to confer with this lot, and I'll give you your answer. Take your time. We kind of shuffle away. He goes back to his uh, goes back to his his papers. Just uh, prestidigitates the blood off the table as you walk away. <laughs> Carle says, "Well, I mean, I don't think that's a good idea to be having another job. It's obviously very seedy." Possibly not, but I think this might be our only way. Why? Why would you think that's the only way? We we can go literally to anywhere else. This guy has already screwed you once. Yeah, I say we leave this guy a bad Yelp review, try another tavern, and write, a, write up a contract with someone else. Why do we even need to go to a tavern? The the helpful Warforge that we spoke to had said about a couple of levels down is where he recommends that we would find Bash, remember? He said that he had been there before. He didn't tell us where to go. I asked him um, where he thought it was most likely that Bash would find housing, and he gave us directions. It was two levels down from his shop, which was the level down from here. The thing is, he wants a message being delivered. You know that's not... No? He doesn't literally... You really think I'm that stupid? That could be lighting someone's house on fire. That could be uh, threatening the king. Cortia has a king, right? I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I read that. Carmantia has a king. (laughs) I'm, I'm not a big fan of continuing to work with someone that's intentionally screwing us over. Well, so I don't far, mind doing another job. I'd rather just do a job with someone that's not a piece of shit. I feel like a lot of the people around here are going to be a piece of shit. Well, so far, we, we haven't worked with him. We've we've done some work for him, but uncompensated. I mean, if there's a contract, 
presumably it's harder to screw us over, but... Mm -hmm. I, I mean, who's to, who's uh, to say What that? does a contract mean down here? It doesn't mean anything. It's the same fucking thing. Depends on the contract. I mean, you can write some pretty binding contracts. I wouldn't recommend we sign a magically binding contract with anybody, ever. No. That's, that's what they tell you in Law 101. Never sign a magically binding contract. I get the impression contracts down here actually mean shit. I don't. What's that impression based on? Just his suggestion of that that will keep help make me keep my word. The guy no. who already lied to you. Look, you know me. I get my gut instincts. I don't know. Something's telling me to go with him. Wasn't your gut instinct already wrong? If you guys don't want to, we don't have to. We make a vote. I don't like this guy. I don't want to. <laughs> I'd rather try literally anyone else. Screw us over once, he'll just find a way to do it again. He does seem like the kind of person that would at least try to weave along. And I mean, even if he doesn't manage to, can we be bothered to work with someone who's going to be trying to screw us or just try to find someone else who's possibly more legit. I mean, there is the other side of it that we don't know if anyone else we find will be more legit, but we know this guy's a piece of crap, so... Let's also not forget a couple of things. He is literally the first person we spoke to down here, and also we just saw him murder someone in cold blood. And also, nobody seemed to give a shit. Yes. I didn't think anyone would give it's a shit down here. I know, but like... Quite, it's... A, quite a few nightmares for many years to come. But, like, it wasn't just, like, the people didn't, like... It was it. It was, like, it happened and everyone was like, oh, another one, and then just, like, moved on. It's terrifying. I'm kind of just getting immune to being affected by that shit now. That's also terrifying. That's, that's horrible. We should get you to therapy immediately. I'm just associating. We should, we should get you both to therapy. I grew up in an absolutely terrible place, and even I'm not disassociating from... No, I'll, I'll think about it later, just choosing not to now. At the end of the day, we have literally just gone and murdered a bunch of people ourselves. Defense. Um, well, I prefer to think of it as um, defending the weak. Self-defense as well. They were beating up that kindly shopkeeper who I'm going to hope was kindly. But we still just murdered them. Yeah, this is more, more and more reason why we should be getting out of here as soon as possible and never coming back. Like, where where does the line start and end? That's up to need... you. You're the one who wants to find Bash. Exactly. These are all reasons we should be leaving. I think we're too far in now. But... I'd rather just deal with anyone else other than this guy. Can we, like, at least go to a fucking tavern and get a drink? A different tavern. Yeah, a different tavern. Different tavern. You guys want out? We'll go out. We can... Consider some options before we come back. Not like the CD piece of shit's going to run out of things for us to do. I do want to find out if there's like a place to leave reviews on shitty job hunters okay. or something like that. Very just dark, be like... <laughs> also, Let's just go to yeah, another I, tavern I like... and go to this place that the bloody automatron person said. The, the gunman, by the way, they wouldn't happen to be your friend's exact height and build, would they? I don't know. Can I do a check for that? 
Give me a perception. Here's an easy way to do it. Hey, Bash! Does anyone in the <laughs> tavern look? Uh, a few people I mean, look. He, he just shouted in the middle of a tavern. <laughs> I got a 17 for perception. If I had a head, He's... I would have turned to look at you. <laughs> With 17. <laughs> the face closest to me. <laughs> Uh, with a 17, he was sitting down, like, it's just a person in a full body, like, completely covered. There, there's basically no signifiers other than it's a body. You don't even know if it was male or female. You know, they look possibly fit and strong, but that could just be a fit and strong woman, non-binary, be anything. All right, let's go. Do, do you actually show me bash? Because some people do look, but none of them are bashed. No. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, you, um... You go outside, uh, after like a 10-15 minute wander, there are some other options of taverns. They all look pretty much the same. Uh, they're made of wood, a little so bit shabby. they each have a guy with shitty glasses sitting in a corner booth? <laughs> I mean, in, in fairness, it would be more terrifying if the same guy was sat in the same booth like every That tavern. would be horrifying. That, that would be on the level of like, yeah. we're dealing with something like, infernal. <laughs> That, that would be going to You walk into another tavern, yes? What's it called? Uh, none of them are really named down here. The Five Mushrooms. It's called the Five Mushrooms. Great. You walk into the Five Mushrooms and... Does the bartender look like a fungi? Bartender does look like oh, a fungi. Some kind of strange uh, mycetid race. Um, Myconids? Um, Mike and Edmund, um, the layout is similar to the previous tavern. There's you know multiple layers. There's not a uh, a Guy more. With glasses. I was going to say there isn't the underground where people pay to have sex. I was just trying to put it in a nicer way. Um, a there's an upper part. Yes, there's an upper part where again there's some more possibly like games and tables of pool and stuff. Wait, what they were there in the other one? Yes, I and in the don't corner. Remember that. In a, yeah, in a corner, in a corner, in a booth. No. It's a no. man wearing glasses. No. One of which is cracked. No. There you go. I know. No. Who looks over as you walk in no. and gives a little head nod. No. Told you were talking about Alex. Rowan. <laughs> Come on. My gut. <laughs> we were joking, Alex. You thought you were joking. Yeah. <laughs> half and half. You know when you knit the knit the hail on the red? <laughs> that was I had to say. Hit, no, hit the I've hail done, on the head. I've done that many thing a time. Knit the hail on the red. <laughs> <laughs> and Carly behind you goes, "Well, that guy over there looks a lot like the one that was in the other tavern." Yeah, Carly, we know. Or something. I believe there's some kind of devil or demon. There could potentially be a Yugoloth. Fuck Bless it. You. Neva walks up to the guy and goes, "Yeah, contract." Jesus. <laughs> the one in black, the figure in black, is not sitting next to the guy uh, anymore. Okay, so that guy is just a guy. Why would a devil need just a guy? As you walk over, he says, "Well, I'm, I'm so glad you've decided to work with me. Oh. A simple job. Send a message. Take this letter. Just pulls one off off the table within the piles. Take this letter to we, a location. We haven't agreed. I just wanted to point out that we haven't agreed." I'm merely explaining the details. Ignore this lot. I'm the one agreeing. Alright. A contract. A simple one. 
Of course. You take the letter. Your job is done. Then I'll provide information that you seek. We will require a written contract. Of course. In simple common, um, with a, a copy to inspect first, and uh, all of the details of the job included into the contract. You act as though this will be my first contract. No, we act as like you try to screw us over like you already have. It's my first contract. Um... <laughs> they pull a piece of paper from, again, underneath the stack. The sort of, it's a it's a low-level stack of papers sort of spread out across the table. Pull one out, and you can see like a sort of, uh, as it gets pulled out, writing magically etches itself in, in common, and hands it over to Neva. What did it say? Very simply, it outlines uh, your job is to take the letter provided and take it to uh, the stated location. Uh, there is an address written underneath. It means nothing to you. And then his part is, once this job is completed, he will provide informa- uh, any information that you... Well, it doesn't say any information because that would be too much. The information that you require on the figure you are trying to find to the best of their abilities. Is the address in Quartzia? You don't know because it's just an address. Like, if you were given an address... <laughs> Most addresses I see have the city name as part of that address. It doesn't say a city. Can't... What the fuck? It just seems to be like a number in a street equivalent. That's so not helpful. Can we have clarification okay, on where we're going? Yeah, I'm going to need you to specify the location of this address, because if it's somewhere that we can't get to, then uh, we'd be unable to fulfill it. You can most easily get to this address. Um, and also, uh, what does it refer to them as? What does it say their name is? Because it, it surely mentions their name somewhere. The contract writer. It's, you know, it's the contract bullshit where it just says, like, you know, where it's always, like, the legal... Well, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking is, like, uh, Beelzebub is here for written as Party A. No, it just uh, it does say, like, Party A, the contract writer, Party B the uh, job holder. Um, something, something to that effect. I'm not trying to screw you over. It just, it, it does... Is there uh, any small print me. anywhere? There is... Uh, you can't visibly see any small print. You're welcome to do any kind of checks that you wish to do to see if there is what any. What I do? Uh, you could do Arcana if you wanted to try to see something magical. Perception or Investigation if you want to look closer at the paper from a more normal way. Uh, I'm just going to cast Identify um, as my, like... I can do it as uh, as its normal type. Sure. Uh, like, sorry, as its normal time. So it'll just take a minute. 22 on investigate. And that, that will also tell me if there is any spells acting on it, like illusory writing that might hide something. Mm-hmm. Can I insight check this shitty devil to see if he's trying to screw us over again, or if this is an actual... You most certainly can. Deal. The 22 on the investigation. You do not see anything else written on the paper you cannot discern any kind of secret messages hidden anything it seems to be as plain as day what is written on the paper uh 14 the uh magical look at it uh firstly he says the address is within uh the, the golden city it is about an hour's walk from here locatable easily accessible definitely dangerous not to my knowledge. Okay. The Golden City being caught here. 
The Golden City is the underground city. Okay. And how much knowledge do you have about the person we're looking for? That's not a part of the contract. We just have to take it to the address. We don't have to give it to a person. No. It just says in here that they will give us information required to the best of their abilities. Now, I don't want to be caught out and find out that they don't know who the fuck we're on about. We'd like a guarantee written in no. here that you have relevant information. Before we move on with that, your magical eyes, uh, Tina, uh, the contract does have magic on it. It is not illusory. It is whatever would be enough to show that it's a sort of magically binding contract. You're not sure from that what would be... Conjurative, probably. Yeah, yes. You're not sure what would happen if the contract was broken but you can tell that it does have that abjurative quality to it. You're 14 to check if there is uh, the insight. You don't know. Um, the, the face is showing a slight smirk, again, as though he's enjoying the situation, but you can't read into the eyes. Um, there's a lot probably hidden back there, at least you assume, given the context of the situation, but you are unable to read anything. Uh, I, yes, I'd like two extra provisions written in. I'd like that there is no time limit on this in case we are uh, waylaid by nerdy wells here in the city on the way and therefore delayed. Uh, and I would also like a provision written in that you do in fact, a, a guarantee that you do in fact have relevant knowledge to uh, impart. On the first, I would rather it's done sooner than later. But let's say if you were unable to do the task within 24 hours due to factors out of your control. The contract is not void. You, you just said the contract is not void? Or null and void. Land void? Not void. You will still be able to uh, continue the contract to the best of your ability after whatever has stopped you is no longer stopping you. Unless, of course, you're dead. So there is effectively no time limit, is what you're is is what you're writing into here. So twenty four hours. If nothing time stops limit. you, through your own control, you have twenty four hours. We can't just like go take a vacation, but if we get fucked up by something, if if Neva goes to take a vacation, you guys can do what you want. This is my contract. The effect of the contract will only be to whoever signs it, which will be me. Multiple people can sign it if they wish. No, none of you guys are signing it. That is not my your contract. choice. What's one more? No, Maisie. Over my dead body, are you signing it? From everything you've told me, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you'll be allowed to sign it. On your second provision, I cannot guarantee that I can give you knowledge on something the subject of which you have not given me. We are after a person. That we have spoken to you previously about. You didn't tell him last time. We we haven't. Last time he said he didn't want to know because he didn't think you'd survive. Oh. Uh. I can guarantee that when you come back and ask for information, the information that I give will be the truth. And the information that I give will be all that I know. Then I would like a provision written here that just as the signer will do their best within the next 24 hours to fulfill this uh, request, you will do the same. And you will do to the best of your abilities for the next 24 hours, or within the next 24 hours, fulfill uh, your obligations. And if you are unable to, some monetary compensation would be nice. <laughs> no. 
to the money. Yes, to the 24 hours. Neither signs the contract. It hasn't been updated yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he waves his hand and the extra bits get written in. You can see they're written in plain as day. It's a very simple contract. And What should we call you as well? Your signature surely needs to be on here. You can call me whatever you like. Neva, when you sign it, uh, you put it, you put down your signature, and as you do that, a non-painful mark etches into the back of your hand. It's a, a sigil you don't recognize, almost runic, just sort of sits on the back of your hand. You pass it back to him. He signs his part with this very flamboyant, unreadable uh, signature, and the same rune appears on the back of his hand. Well. Can I get a name for you? I don't think you need my name. Fair enough. How do you feel about Chuckles? If you wish to call me Chuckles, Absolutely not. you're welcome to. Okay. Absolutely not. I do not wish this. Okay, off to be a messenger, I guess. Holds up the, the letter. You'll need this. Neva takes it. Yeah, it just has the address that was on the contract on the front. I have a question, Chuckles. Yes. How many taverns are there that you're splitting your consciousness between? Because that <laughs> seems like quite a fee. Who says I'm splitting my consciousness? I, I did. I said that. Just now. That's my best guess. Just gives you a smirk. Tina, can we just go so we can get this done, please? Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, it's crazy. I bet nothing like this has ever happened to any of us before. This is literally like the yeah, third totally. time somebody's done something like this. <laughs> I don't have a permanent contract on my arm or anything like that. Uh, one last question, Chuckles. Are you pretend? Are you by chance a devil, a demon, or a yugoloth? Or, or, or which one of those might you be? I was just ac academic curiosity. Again, you get a, a smirk. Tina, can we go? As Neva's walking out the door. I think you're a devil. Maybe secrets are best kept secrets. Bye, Chuckles! <laughs> and you wander off. Fucking hate that guy. Let's just get the job done. And find out if he has any information. Well, he'll, he'll have at least tried in the next, or by the next 24 hours. So we just have to not die by then. And hopefully not kill anyone. Neither. The rune on your hand, is as, as the light changes, you can see it's got an so slight glow to it. But it's also got one of those subdermal itches that you just can't satiate by scratching. Nice. That's fucked up. <laughs> starting to think this thing is fey. Only a fae would have <laughs> would impart <laughs> impart a subdermal itch <laughs> that you can't get rid of with their damn contract. Just to remind you, hey. Yeah. Fine. She gets through it by remembering that he must have one on his hand, or she knows he's got, but his must be reacting the same way. So you walk through town, through the city. Uh, following various signs and things to the address is, is enough and the uh, city signs and things are enough that you can find your way through a fairly long walk across some bridges when you go across the bridges uh, if any of 
uh, the characters are scared of heights. It's terrifying. It's the classic wooden panel bridges where you can see straight down and they swing a little as you get to the middle. Neva definitely is just looking dead exactly. straight. And, 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 and they're just in. like hundreds of stories down. It's so far down. Oh, that's actually giving me vertigo. I'd, Rowan doesn't like it. Maisie wouldn't give a shit. No, probably not. Jay's just like bouncing across. <laughs> that is actually making me feel... no. You wander around, with a lot of people giving strange looks to your crew, but eh, there's a lot of other odd people around. They seem weirder down here. Eventually coming to a very nondescript house. It's the right location, it's numbered correctly, the street is correct, and the level is correct. It's a house built alongside the rest, uh, seemingly a couple stories tall, maybe... 15 feet wide with a uh, nice-ish wooden door and a window that doesn't have any glass panes in it. Or at least it may have a one point, but it, they've been broken and possibly slightly boarded, but you know. Slide it onto the door and let's get out of here. Neva knocks on the door, but as she does, she's kind of like scratching her hand on the door. Uh, you knock on the door and nothing happens. I don't want... Just slide it under. No, because... The door I knocks don't... on you. <laughs> I don't trust that that will be enough to complete this contract. The contract literally just said take it to this address. Have I got a copy of the contract? They yeah. said nothing about interacting with someone or anything like that. Yeah, there wasn't a person. Uh, it says deliver to the address. Right, are we all certain that this is the address? Is the address written on this building? We, we, we were just told we were certain, uh, so I would assume yeah. so. The God told us this is the address. If God is lying to us, there's nothing more we can do. <laughs> Look, this guy will do anything to get out of this. So I'm making sure. I'm I, I don't well know that he aware. will. It seemed like as soon as we had done the contract, uh, he didn't try and put more stipulations on it. It was very easy. And he was also fine Tina, with... Tina, this is too simple. Oh, I, no, I, I agree. It is still very suspicious. I don't think we're going to get a lot from him. If he wanted to weasel out of it, then he wouldn't have done it in the first place. He would have just had the guy who shot that person deliver this. Fine. I slide it under the door. You slide it under the door. There's a pause. And then it slides back out. It goes across the ground slightly. That's, there that's was okay. nothing in contact we, about taking the letter back it, to him. We delivered it. If it was rejected after delivery... This will not be classed as delivered. We have delivered I'm it. I'm not risking it. Is that the same thing that was pushed out? Looks like the same letter. We, we've delivered I it. I want Throw to attempt mailbox. to open the door. Opens perfectly easily. Oh, fucking hell. <sighs> Can I investigate the area that the door opened into? You can percept the area that the door uh, wandered into. Well, it was a 13 anyway. It is a dark room. Fairly wide, the same width as the, the front of the house. It al almost feels like the inside was a, maybe at one point a shop. There is nothing particularly of interest in there. Maybe like a table pushed up against the back. No other doors or anything inside. It probably goes maybe 20 feet back. Um, nothing else that seems... Uh, particularly identifiable, except maybe like a vent in the roof. 
Um, it does look like two stories from the outside. You don't see any of the doors or stairs or anything. Okay. Neva will stand at the door frame and throw the letter in. You stand at the door frame and throw the letter and it enters. Does the thing that paper does, it sort of like does a little loop and then just yeets itself out the front door again. Can I try and catch it as it goes past? Please. Uh, yeah, you catch it. It's not that hard. It's not going very cool. fast. I hate this fucking place. It's been delivered. <sighs> um, we have we have brought it to we have brought it. it to this address. We d we have no obligation to make sure it stays here. Neva's going in the room. No, no, hold on, hold on. Don't stop walking. Give me the letter. No, nope, Neva's going in. You're being an asshole. You walk inside, Neva, and it gets a little quiet in here, maybe because you just walked inside. Uh, like, the, the bustle of the city outside seems to fade as you walk in. It's dark. You have dark vision, so you are able to see everything in a grayscale, at least towards the back. The front would be a bit more light. And as you walk probably vaguely towards the center of the room, nothing seems to happen. Everyone else... You see Neva walk inside and sort of just disappear into the shadows. I bend down and put the letter on the floor and see what happens. Sure. You bend down and put the letter on the floor. It does seem to stay there. Yeah, yeah and so does she. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what I'm expecting. I'm going to attempt to leave. How? I want to go back through the entrance. What entrance? You are now in a room with no doors or window. The window is not there either. Cool. Can I pull out my talkstone and see if I've got any form of like signal or whatever it works for? Who are you trying to communicate with? Yeah, not neither, maybe. <laughs> Yourself. Yeah. You know that talkstones don't work wherever we are, so even if it works where you are, the ones that we have won't work. Yeah, it's not going to go up to the satellite. That is definitely the thing but, that's doing the magic. Just, have I got any signal? <laughs> I like how you assume <laughs> this is satellite. It's not that, like, the talkstones are... But anyway... Uh, Maisie, your talkstone. No, it's Neezy. Neezy, your, uh, your talkstone rings. You get to rock oh, out no. your, uh, your just a little bit. Hey, hey, how's it going? Maisie, what you hear from the other side and with Neezy's voice is a voice that says, it's absolutely perfectly fine in here. Nothing wrong. Yeah, that's, so that's not true. Uh, Neezy, <laughs> you hear a voice back in Maisie's voice that says, oh, all right, should we come in? What the fuck? One at a time. Maisie, you hear a voice from Maisie. From Maisie, goddamn. From Neva. That's just like, honestly, like, it's actually light in here and everything is fine. I promise. Just hang up. And I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so she's definitely trapped in there. It's definitely a fucky place. Neva, you hear uh, the voice on the other side just been like, yeah, we're, we're going to come in. And then it just hangs up. Are we all clear so... that she only has herself to blame? I mean, I still hate the guy that sent us here. Like, he knew. Uh, right? It's clearly his trap. 
Yeah. Or it, so, it would appear to be like his he bet, knew, so that we will then sign but, a contract to free her, and then the stakes are higher for us. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, but but then also, like, the the last thing that she did, like, going in there not trying anything else, yeah, yeah that's definitely on. That's definitely Dude, on. Going ahead and not trying anything else? You mean exactly what she's done every time, at every step <laughs> since we started looking for this guy? Try the first thing. Keep doing the first thing. Look for no other options. <laughs> does um, how's your magic do with this? This kind how of does thing? my how does me does it... someone doing my first year of university who's been sentient for two years? Uh huh. Yeah. How do I do yeah. with what appears to be a transdimensional gateway from what we can safely assume is a devil? How do I do with that? Listen, Tina. I'm. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm kind of stupid. If you weren't here, I wouldn't have even asked the question. I would have just went right in and been in the same exact position. So, I, I know you don't you don't see it like this, but me asking you for advice here, that's gross. <laughs> so. Can confirm. Uh, you know. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's winnow it down. Let's, let's take a step back. Let's, let's physically take a step mm -hmm. back from yeah. the, from the portal. Okay, and let's okay. take a, a metaphorical step back. Okay, there are currently, as I see it, two possibilities. Possibility Alpha. This is a trap set by Chuckles um, to so that they uh, can trap people in. If they're in a group, then other people will want to rescue them if it is Chuckles' trap, and therefore he can ask for whatever he wants. It's just whatever the price is to set our friend free. Possibility Peter. This is not Chuckles' trap. This is someone else's trap uh, for entirely unknown reasons, um, in which case we should investigate who might own this property. We were told by the Warforged um, weaponsmith or weapons keeper that a lot of these houses just ha are holes in the walls that people, um, you know, they will try and find or remove other people from their residency. That appears not to be the case here. Mm -hmm. um, but it does seem designed to lure people in. And as we were sent here, I would surmise that it is, in fact, Chuckles' trap. But what motivation does he have for tra trapping people in a whatever you said about a portal? Transdimensional. So let's say you're a you're a devil wanting to collect uh, riches or val something of value from people. Could be their, you know, their soul. Mm -hmm. Could be gems. Could be magical items. A group comes up to you and requests something. You say in exchange, that's fine, but one of you at least has to go to this place contract is fulfilled on their end they deliver the letter and they the chuckles has to do whatever their, their thing was sure yes uh, but the end result is that one peop one of the people or all of the people are now in a box with no way of leaving and chuckles still has the information but we have to ask chuckles based on what they said if we're in a box we cannot do that and therefore they don't have to tell us anything. They can, at their leisure, go to the box and say, hey, here's the information you wanted. 
we're still in the box. If we want to leave the box, we have to ask Chuckles to let us out. Chuckles can say, sure, I'll let you out, but you have to give me your soul, your allegiance, um, riches, access, information, etc. Labor. So, what do we do? I would imagine if it is Chuckles' trap, uh, the intention is that we now return to Chuckles and say, please let our friend out of the box. And he says, sure, I'll do that. Sign this contract. And in return, you will do X for me. So what you're saying is we should say fuck you and all go in there. No, uh, I think that uh, since we're dealing with someone who clearly has a lot more power than us, um, you should ask the only people that we have immediate potentially access to who might have more power from there. Oh, someone who you might mean... be displeased that uh, you are okay. potentially being roped into some sort of infernal contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Neva. Yo. It's silent for a good few minutes. Nothing much particularly happens. And <laughs> uh, we should do it before Neva agrees to something without us there. <laughs> can I try and call Bash, please? Uh, you can try. Uh, it doesn't seem to connect to anything. Cool. As you're standing there, perusing at the lack of anything in the room, there's this kind of noise, something mechanical. As, in a very cliche way, Spikes appear out of the two walls to the side. And quite slowly, both of the walls start to move in on you. Cool. And I'm guessing they're floor to ceiling. They are floor to ceiling. Cool. How fast do they come in? Um, so the room's about 15 feet wide. You reckon you've got a minute before you'll be completely squished into nothingness. Okay. Amazing. You want to contact Tyrus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. How are you doing, sir? So? You know, the same, you know, just being like, hey, uh, me again. I love the agency you're, you're doing Things are with. pretty fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't... <laughs> I don't know where the spikes are coming. Um, I was more worried about the devil showing up and getting the person who's agreeing to everything that they want to do. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Tyrus, uh, things are kind of kind of fucked here. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If, if you can't help me out of here, I'm probably just going to go make another deal. It's kind of what's been working for me in the past. So... There's a couple seconds before... Somebody walks past you, because there are people walking past and accidentally or seemingly accidentally shoulder checks you, spins around to look at you, and the eyes are just flames. And the voice of Tyrus comes out just like, How do you keep getting yourself into such bad situations? I'm asking myself the same thing at this point. Well, I have a couple good bits of news for you. Whether you perceive them as good as... I guess in the eye of the beholder. You can't be in another contract. Can I hear her, by the way? Am I, am I, are we seeing flame eyes? And... Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
There's a bit holding. But everyone else used to be ignoring what's going on. <laughs> Except I guess I don't turn ah. and look because I'm already like <laughs> You can't take another contract, or at least I won't allow you to. So you're not in any trouble there. The other bit of good news is you're not currently in this contract. So you have no problems. Well, yes, but I'm, I'm saying I'd, I'm, I will go make another one. Um, but I'm guessing it will probably just not work. Let's just say the person you're going to deal with will most likely not want to make a contract with you. Mm, okay. Well, any ideas on this? You. On this. Do you want to be like part of the think tank, or <laughs> it doesn't really seem like your problem. Oh, th my sister is like my problem for sure. But she doesn't have to be. Okay, if you're not gonna just just get out of here, if you're not gonna help, keep on watching on your screen or whatever the heck. If you want information, how about this? And now you have to decide whether you believe me or not. She's in a room, on her own, with spikes in the walls, slowly coming in on her. It's quite the dangerous situation. Before the the, the, uh, the flames in the eyes flicker away and the person just looks at you like, sorry mate, didn't mean to bash into you, he just walks off. No problem. Was that, they said bash, was that your, your friend? No, no. I expected a big scaly, from what you described, uh, with lots of wings and... She was definitely just taking over that person. Uh, they they were um, spikes. Oh, good. Um, so, like, we should be fuck? going into the room, right, to help. That how is that gonna how is that gonna help? I don't know. I, I also failed to see how that would help. Well, I can't expect either of you to make a deal to save my sister who made a dumbass decision and just walk in. Did Did Tyrus say that they the so, uh, that Neva had a minute? Tyrus didn't say so. Didn't say the time scale. Neva! Yep. The walls are slowly closing in. What are you doing? Yep. So, the walls. How big are the spikes? Uh, big enough to go straight through your body. So, but yay big? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, so maybe like up. a foot, foot and a half. <laughs> yeah. How so far apart up. are they all um, spaced? close enough together that you can't just dodge them. No, no, no. Just how far apart are they spaced? Cl same answer. Cl close. Cool. Do they go into the wall opposite? What do you mean? So, like, are the spikes set so they go like that? Yeah. The do the, do the, will yeah. the tips touch or are they interlaced? <laughs> yeah. Do the tips touch um, or do they interlace? Yeah. <laughs> you can't really tell. They're quite far apart at this point. It's still the beginning of when it's happened. She's got time to measure. Just arm to arm. <laughs> and you said a do, do you want to perceive the room, yeah. the spikes, the investigate, if you wish, the room, the spikes? Tell me what you're investigating. Uh, I'm investigating the spikes. Okay. For a dirty 20. They are very sharp. As you touch them, yep, they're definitely the kind that will go straight through you. They are close enough together that, yeah, you couldn't just, like, try to slip out of the way of them. And as they get closer, your best guess is they won't, like, 
touch each other, they will slot between each other, so the walls will come... Like, the, the spikes from either side will touch the wall on the other side. Like, there's no gap, really, to be made. Two seconds, I'm just looking at something. Outside, what are you all doing? Okay, does anybody have rope? No, I don't. I, d I don't. I don't. I have an ounce of ink, and I, I also have a pen that doesn't require ink. Carly uh, doesn't. <laughs> I have a I have a pen that does require ink. I have a single sheet of parchment. <laughs> I have a little bag of sand. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. 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 Jay. Jay, take this, and I, I give him a chain gauntlet. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna, gonna press a button to, to release it and just like pull the chain out. Just you hang on the edge of the shadow. I know it's only ten feet. I'm just gonna go in and see like where the point is, and maybe I can like reach in, grab grab a hand or something. Who knows? It's the only idea I've got. Okay. It was lovely to know you, Maisie. If this is goodbye forever. You too. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Just stand. <laughs> Just like scoot slowly in, <laughs> holding the chain. You're scooting inside, and there's no like Ava! obvious moment when you're like moving inside uh, until you're all the way through the yeah. doorway, and things change dramatically. From the outside, Tina, Jay, Carly, see the chain just snap and fall to the yeah, ground. I God damn it! I don't know oh. what you were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> From your side, you're pulling the chain, and then suddenly. Oh fuck, it's not connected to anything anymore. But the oh fuck, it's not connected to anything anymore is so beyond your worries. You're standing in the middle of the room, which has spikes on the walls coming in towards each other, and Neva standing there going, You fucking idiot, what are you doing in here? So we went through a whole thing. I I like had a growth moment out there. I'm I, proud of you, but what I paused. <laughs> I didn't have any other ideas. The idea was you stay out here whilst I work out whether to turn into a rat and see if I can survive these or climb up there. Actually, now you're in there, me and you up there now. And I point. What do you mean up there? I point to the vent in the ceiling. Oh, there's a vent. Okay. I I spoke to Tyre. She said that you were you had like some spikes coming. Yeah, we should do that. Yep. I'll... <laughs> So the ceiling is not too tall. It's a little bit out of your reach, but you could probably do a, like, one of you pick up the other yeah, 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 kind yeah, of yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. We, we start off our dance, but do a little bit of extra <laughs> 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 Who's lifting who? Uh, we're probably used to Maisie lifting Neva. Yeah. Amazing. You lift up Neva. Uh, you've done it before. You don't need to do a strength check for it. When you get up there, there is a vent. Uh, which doesn't appear to have any kind of, like, hinges or bolts or anything of that sort. Other... It's just kind of like a square of metal with some slats. Dunk? Yeah, can I just pull it off? Just, like, pull it off? Yeah, you just pull it out. Cool. What the fuck is this place? I swear, if this is another red dungeon, get in there! You're launched upwards into a very tight, kind of like three foot wide vent shaft, which goes um, horizontally. You there's, coming up? There's no way to turn around. <laughs> I dangle my yeah. legs out. So she can grab on. 
cool. Give me <laughs> go. <laughs> Both of you, give me a uh, athletics to sort this situation out. Voice that sounds suspiciously like Bruce Willis thirty years ago. It's like this event's getting crowded. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Seven. <laughs> well, couldn't it have been okay. acrobatic? No. Nope. What we're doing. I'm gonna let you roll it again, but uh, you, it ends up struggling. You end up struggling for a while, Maisie. The spikes are getting real, real damn close. Like, you could probably touch them at this point. All right, you just scoot forward. I can do it myself. Okay. I'll scoot forward. Uh, roll an to jump up and get, climb inside. That's better. Um, what the fuck is it? Yep, uh, that's a 17. You just jump up, grab the edge, pull yourself in, and it's this very tight vent shaft. And as you crawl in, you can hear behind you this sort of like scraping noise as some of the spikes come alongside each other, and then all this mechanical whirring just stops. And any of the light, watch, well, there wasn't any light from behind, but I'm going to shift to some halfling person that I saw on the streets earlier. Yeah, a little easier to crawl yeah. through. This is better. Can I okay. shift to a rat, please? You can do. Um, it is, of course, a use of your world shape, and you are able to move through this without doing that. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking it would be more easier. It's up to you. I just felt claustrophobic, yeah. and I did that for myself. <laughs> for Maisie, it's not an expen uh, expending anything. Ex uh, no, I know, but I, I don't use my wild shape that often, so... I'm not saying don't, I'm just making sure. Yeah, no, no. Sure, so in front of you... <laughs> you are learning things, good job! Squeak, squeak. <laughs> oh, of course, this is old wild shape. You can't speak. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you crawl through the vent. It's a fairly long and tight system. Turns to the left, turns to the right. No forks, no brakes, no stops. Until eventually, there is a hole. It, it, the vent system comes to an end, and there's a hole downwards. Um, has Maisie got any loose pockets? I mean, all my clothes are pretty loose right now because I shifted into a halfling and I don't have shapeshifter clothes. Yeah. Cool. So as we get to this hole, Neva will squirrel away into one of your pockets. <laughs> it's quite tight in here, so you feel it just like squirming down your side and getting into your pocket. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I can Maisie be uh, in this darkness. That, uh, that was the rat that says this from a different rat. I got dark vision. You probably had eyes on the rat, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you look, nope. you look away for one second. I can't say that. It's a movie air vent, okay. okay? So they're super clean, and there's literally only yeah. me and maybe. Yeah, and there's only yeah. one yeah. path. For some there's reason, no it's lit. Uh, all all movie air vents are lit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to change one word in what you said. It's oddly clean. Oh, fuck off. Oh no! Is this a Hal situation? A what? Hal? Oh, you weren't you weren't around for Hal. Oh no, you weren't, were you? Hal. But Hal was H -A -A so nice. Uh, Hal is an entire city that was a mimic. Gotcha. Uh, there was something else that you were told about recently in game, but not in real time, that would explain why it's clean. Press the digitation. No. <laughs> Tina had said about. Tina had said about some people keep gelatinous cubes as uh, unwitting workers to clean 
Oh, don't, don't say. I'm ignoring that thought. Slam me up here. No, um, you get to the ah. the hole at the other end. Uh, it drops down into what appears to be a room, about maybe twenty foot drop. A rubber room? No, it's not rubber. I'm afraid. Damn. But it is a twenty foot drop. Anything else in this room? Not that you can see from the sort of angles you have. It just appears to be like a stone floor. Okay. Uh, acrobatics to land. Yeah. 14. 14. I'll give you 1d6 of damage. 3. You fall down, cool. land a little weirdly in the corner. Uh, and as you land, a, a rat falls out your pocket. You don't get hurt. It's just funny. You are in a jail cell. Three stone walls uh-huh. and bars at the other end. Uh, on, on the fourth. Cool. Up above yeah. you, this vent is 20 feet. It's out of reach. Uh, it doesn't shut or anything. It's just there. There's nothing else in this other than like a bench and a toilet in the corner. Well, we're here. Can the rat fit through the bars? Are you trying to fit through the bars? Yeah. As you get over to and try to slip through the bars, give me a constitution save. What the fuck? Well, bars are full of alcohol, so they might be getting drunk. Mmm... <laughs> <laughs> With a 20, do not take damage, but you do get pushed backwards from the bars. I can't do spells whilst I'm in wild shape, can I? Nope. There's nothing else in this jail cell. Somewhere to sit. Somewhere to poop. Technically, those are the same places. You said it was a I'm looking the pooper. <laughs> you look in the pooper. It's effectively a bowl with a seat. Well, I turn back to Neva, <laughs> whip out my uh, talk stone, and try to call Carly. It's not. Unless you were saying it's totally fine in here and come in, it's not going to matter. I'm just for trying. It's... Your phone, and right. an answer picks up at the other side. Uh, hello, Neva? You're right. Uh, I, 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 what happened in there? Cool. I put the phone down. Have I seen Cal answer a phone? <laughs> nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Outside, you, Cal, and Jay are standing there. Uh, do we... I mean, it's probably not a good idea to go in. I guess we <laughs> no, go back. I don't think so. Um, I am interested to... Know what would happen if you go in at this point where the bikes are already. You're just all already <laughs> impaled. Yep. Uh, Insta kill. There's clearly something that has prevented them from coming out. Um... Oh, for fuck's sake. But I, I, I guess we just go back and make a deal with the devil. You want to once again. Go back to the first guy that we spoke to. You don't want to try anything else. It was a figure of speech, just like we need to work out something else, and it's probably not going to be to our benefit, is it? You were seeing yourself. Yeah, you're I mean, in charge here. You're, you're a smart one. Well, I mean, <laughs> I like to think that I have some intelligence I'm, to me. I'm just trying to be present in the moment. <laughs> Unlike the two of you. <laughs> um, just like, what, I, okay, what are we doing? 
Oh, well, we should first find out if this is Chuckles' house. Because oh. if it's not, then maybe there's someone else that we can talk to and mm-hmm. explain, you know, and it's a case of please don't shoot or otherwise incinerate or etc. the messenger. Um, so where are we going? I don't think this place has a right how... to shoot. No. I would imagine that the only people who know or, or keep an eye on things like this and clearly if we're assuming that it's someone powerful's house would also be other powerful people uh, we only know of two presumably powerful people here chuckles and whoever sits in that golden throne at the bottom of the cave oh for fuck's sake there is a third right. option mm. the only person we've been able to get some information out of so far uh, who's been actually helpful is uh, the weapon uh, dealer. Kind of so like. We could try asking them. But first. I'm not sure we can necessarily trust them. They have given us less reason to distrust them than Chuckles. I appreciate that, and we can talk to them. I'm just saying the last time any of my people would have seen someone like that, they were trying to fight a war against us so they're not usually made for calm and gentle situations no but neither am I it's true and like I said I, we, I just maybe let's not take everything they say at face value but we can see what they say and see how it goes I'm going to very quickly try the fourth option uh, we look around you said that there were people passing by Every now and again, yeah. It's it seems it's like the equivalent of a sort of side street ish. Okay. Uh I would like to go to whoever I can see passing by. Yeah. You stop them, they look at you just like alright. Hello. Um The Big Throne down at the bottom. Um what's the whole thing with that? We're uh from a diff we're from a, a different city's uh, yeah, that's version of this. pretty fucking obvious if we don't know who that is. Yes, yes. we don't know who that is. Or they're in uh, charge of I... Great. Fantastic. I will give them uh, two copper uh, and say, that's very helpful, thank you. Um, yes, mate. <laughs> are they uh, amenable to being approached? for resolution of problems in the Golden City. You'll have to join the queue. And how long is that? He sort of points over, and you can see from a very, for a very long distance, there does appear to be a queue of people, quite a long queue of people, maybe a couple hours. If you catch them at the right time, they might just stop talking to people. Go okay. put your request in. And they're in charge. They know everything about everybody. I assume someone have spoken to them. Okay. But if you had a problem uh, that you needed solving pretty quick sharp, you'd go there? If I can't solve it myself. Fantastic. I will give them another copper. I'll say, right, that is basically everything I've got. Um, Thank you very much. You've been very helpful. All right. Just walks off. Pockets the money. Uh, We should move, and also we can go and speak to that person in the cave. Uh, on the throne. They do speak to people and they are kind of in charge. Let's go down then. It's a very long way away. 
you start walking down. But before we get to the end, down in the uh, in the jail cell, there's a good hour before anything seems to happen. Sitting around chatting, maybe. I'm going to pretty much say that the things you could try wouldn't help. Mm-hmm. But after this time has passed, you hear footsteps coming down the stairs. Presumably stairs around a corner that you can't see. And the figure in the black tactical gear with the mask and the red eyes walks in front of the bus, standing there, seemingly motionless as they stop. But you can see them a little clearer as they stand. The outfit is mostly leather, reinforced in somewhere or another to be strong against attacks, you would assume, but also made in such a way that it is mobile, uh, very easy to move around in. They have, as you may have sort of clocked before, two pistols at their sides, easily accessible, and the mask is glowing with these red eyes that is definitely meant to be intimidating, and all features are hidden away. They pause for a second, as if they're just staring at the two of you. I just look at them and go, what's next? After a second or two, there's almost a visible sigh, sort of echoes through the mask. As the hood is pulled down and the mask is pulled off. And standing in front of you is Bash. Fucking knew it. But he's different. His face is covered in scars, a burn mark over the whole of the right side of his face, deep scars over his lips, a scar over his left eye that has left his iris grayed and damaged. And he just has this sad, almost disappointed look on his face as he looks, just, what are you doing here? Oh, don't look at me like that. You're a real dick. What do you want from me here? I mean... We have literally been searching you for fucking everywhere. You were fucking there as I was talking to him. Yes, and that would have gone great if I just approached you then. Well, no. What the fuck are you doing down here? I didn't ask for anybody to come find me. I specifically I know left, you fucking left didn't. a letter that I'm leaving. Your family are fucking worried. I'm fucking worried. Nothing's going to change. Except I'm going to let you out of here, obviously. You better fuck off really quickly. So fucking disappointed in you. Oh, boo-hoo. Life's hard. Fucking tell me about it. I didn't ask for you to be here. I didn't ask for you to get yourself in a fucked up situation getting a contract with someone who is obviously not somebody to have contracts with. I did this because I actually cared about you. Well, I'm glad, but I still didn't ask you to be here. I know you didn't. But as you know, we do things for each other without asking. Yes, and that gets us killed. Yeah. And it gets us in fucking shit with other things, bringing you back. I didn't ask to be brought back. I know you didn't. But I know you would have done the same if it was the other way around. Maybe. I don't know. But don't put hatred and all this on me. You brought me back. I did not ask you to bring me back. I am aware of that, and I'm not putting hatred on you. You know I could never fucking hate you. Just... Doesn't 
Whatever, Bash. I'm done. Good. I don't want you down here. I don't want you in these situations. Go to university. Do what you're supposed to be doing. Escape the and family. what the fuck am I supposed to be doing now? What you want to do. Not saving people, not putting yourself in danger. Get a degree and fuck off to some other part of the world. Make a life for yourself. If you want to take over your family's business, do that. If you don't, don't do that. You have choices. You had choices as well. I had choices. My family is struggling. I'm aware. And you know I would do absolutely anything if I could. I know you would. I'm not blaming you for my situation, for my family's situation. I'm just saying I don't have those choices anymore. You still have better choices than what you're choosing now. I'm making money, a lot of money for my family. What use is that if they're not even able to see you? Because my mother is unable to do anything. My father is a husk of a man. He puts on a face for other people, but he's nothing. He's broken. The blame he puts on himself is nothing. And my sister, I want her to escape this situation. She doesn't deserve any of this. That's the one thing I'll promise you. is the moment I have access to anything, she's escaping all this. I believe you. I do. But in the meantime, money is needed. She's doing her best, and I'm proud of her. But I'm doing this so she can have a real life. And what life are you having? Whatever it has to be. What has my sister given up for you to waste your life on? Nothing. That's the point. What do you mean? Nothing, that's the point. She's not giving up anything. She gets a life. You want to bet? Don't, don't worry about it, Neva. Let's just no, leave. No, no, let's not just leave. You can shout if you want. Maisie gave up stuff to bring you back. I didn't know. The amount of times People I've back. almost lost her. I'm aware you didn't. But you have been given a second chance and you waste it on this. Waste it. Yeah, fine. I'm not dead. What does that even mean? My family is nothing. We're disgraced. I can't even use my real name around the world. I am dead to the world. I can't be anything. You could have reinvented yourself to be something better, though. It's not like my face isn't known. I'm yeah, fine, we're not as rich as your family, but the family's face is out there. They make fucking weapons, for God's sake, or used to. That makes the news. I cover my face, I hide away, I can make money, and nobody comes back at my family. That's how it is now. It's either that, or I'm actually dead. There were many other ways we could have done this. And I would have helped at any point. Maybe. But you shouldn't have to. You've got a life, you've got university. You need to stop coming over and trying to save people in these shitty situations that get you almost killed yourself. I mean, look at you, you're in a fucking cage. And it's all worth it. Is it? What's gonna change? 
I know not to care about people now. Lead a different life to one that puts you in danger every three fucking weeks. You're letting us out then. Yes. Just walks over, pulls out a key and unlocks the, the door. There's a little sort of like, <laughs> as magic seems to disappear from the bars, and pulls it open. Just get out of here quickly. Trust me. I am. And Maisie, do a favor and attack me. Don't. Don't. No. Fine. Then I'll try to not die on my own. Just puts out an arm to say, off you go. I'm pretty sure the sisters just walk past. As you go upstairs, uh, round the corner, up some stairs, there's a few thugs that are already knocked out, unconscious on the ground. Uh, there's a few corridors into a bigger room, some more knocked out people, and a front door that you can easily walk through. You're in pretty much the same space that you were previously, just like a few streets over. We'll go meet up the team. You don't know where they are. No, oh, no, we don't, do they? It's been about an hour, and they've wandered off. We we probably would have waited longer than than that. I, I thought we we were dealing with a longer time scale. <laughs> if you wanted to have waited longer than that, I probably would have waited about three hours for them to emerge before okay. seeking something else. No, that's probably fine. It's only you hadn't said that before, so I, yeah. I assume not. But yeah, if if you're waiting three hours before, you can go back round to. I presume you go back round to the front to where they would have been. Time is a weird soup. Time is a weird soup. Uh, you walk back round to the front, and the three of them are standing there, discussing leaving. Um, like, we're like, there's a guy coming. I can ask him about the guy who sits on the chair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hi. This is amazing. Hey, time to go. Fantastic. Uh, like, are we... Uh, yeah, we're leaving the are you satisfied? You've... Yep. You, you don't want to go and get the information from Chuckles? Nope. Because... The rune is still on Neva's uh, hand. That's fun. Yeah. I think she's kind of hit the point where she just switched off her emotions. Where we're, you don't want to... You're having this sudden turnaround because... He's an asshole. We don't need to find him anymore. Your friend Bash? Yeah. Tina, let's just go. Okay. Fantastic. You walk solemnly and slowly back to... Uh, the tavern entrance you would have come to it would take from where you are now an hour or so go upstairs exit into the tavern at this point it's you know early hours of the morning still dark outside are you walking straight back to uh, your tavern technically your second night that you would have been there has passed now that you paid for we paid for three nights two nights where are you going to uh. I feel at this point, Neve, uh, Tina just kind of is leading. Oh, I'm leading? Okay. Would it be an idea to at least tell Lucy something about what's happened? Nope. We can't just leave her in the... Hello? You don't want to tell her that her brother is alive? Let's just leave it as it is. I... Are you going to tell her that you're leaving? I, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. You're obviously... Let's just sleep on it. We'll get... We'll think of something tomorrow. 
Okay, well, can we afford another night at that place? Yeah, I... I believe it was... How much did I say? It was, we, it was, we can afford it. Something like... It was It was four... It was like four silver and then seven silver for two nights or something. I can't remember. It was eight silver and then 14 for two nights. I don't remember. Whatever. <laughs> we can afford it. <laughs> can you? <laughs> I've got two platinum and 90 gold. Okay. Fantastic. Uh... Let's go back there, then. You wander back to the tavern again a few hours. It's early, early hours of the morning. People are getting up at this point. But you've had your long rest, so you're not exhausted or anything. You get back to the tavern, pay for another night, another eight silver. Go up to your rooms with your stuff. Probably not paying attention to any of the anything that's happening around here. Just wander into your rooms. And that'll be where we uh, leave the session for the evening. I love being right. <laughs> we know, Joe. <laughs> oh, God. I've had an overarching being right, and I had a quick off-the-cuff being right. It's been a great night for me. <laughs> Quartzio would have been so fun if we just like hung out and role-played a vacation for a week, though, right? <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roleplay in the capitalism city and just. We could have gone to the shops. We could have, we could have hit up a few museums. <laughs> have a nice evening, everybody. I won't. I'm, I'm pissed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Magic Myths and Mayhem. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy and Ovani for the use of their music in this episode, and a big thanks to you for listening. If you want to hear more behind-the-scenes content, alongside extra art and lore, please consider joining our Patreon by searching Magic Myths and Mayhem on Patreon.com, or watch our extra content and games on Twitch.com. For now, thank you for being here, and we look forward to seeing you next time. I'll see you then. Joe, and not as Tina. I love being right.